Hello everyone, welcome back to the Film Buds podcast. This is episode number 28, I think, and my name is Henry. Brayden. I'm Chloe. And today we're going to be doing The Shape of Water, the new Guillermo del Toro film, and then we're also going to be doing the new Netflix film, Bright. And then... <laughs> I forgot I watched that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much the... <laughs> I've been trying. Yeah, actually, a lot of people. I've been trying to forget. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got some listener questions and some other stuff, and so it's gonna be a a good time. And we all hope that you had a nice holiday. And well, how's everybody? I'm good. Good. Good holidays. Mm-hmm. A lot of good food. That's that's you know no no ostentatious gift giving, which was nice. And... <laughs> Oh, it was it was a lot of practical stuff, and everybody gave each other gift certificates for restaurants. Oh, nice! So even more good dining in the future. So that's that's my family. We just like food now, but you know, I wouldn't necessarily say we're gluttonous. We just like a nice <laughs> meal. Every You're gluttonous. Yeah, <laughs> I totally look the part too, don't I? Uh <laughs> no, <laughs> but um, no, it was nice. It was nice. How was everybody else's this holiday season? It was pretty chill. Yeah, it was. It was nice. Um, I got a uh, a mini drone. A mini drone. Yes, I'll, I'll show it to you off air. But it's it's <laughs> it's been fun. And I'm, how mini is mini? It's like this. Oh, so it's. And it's small, is... but it's not dinky. Cause I, my dad gave me a little toy drone a few years back. Yeah, it's, and it it's, was... it's bigger than that. Okay. Uh, it has like a 16 minute battery, and so I've flown it over the house, and I'll enjoy it for at least another day before I crash it. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Bye bye drone. Pretty my much. stepdad has one. You can probably have. Nice. He's never used it. Cool. Is he a drone enthusiast? No. Is that what they're somebody, called? Somebody drone gave enthusiast? it to him. He didn't, could not care any less. Really? Really. I think he has two, actually. Hmm. He is a drone enthusiast. <laughs> He's not. He did not purchase either one. But Nor he has. Nor has he used them. But he's got two of them. Yeah. That doesn't make you an enthusiast. I thought it did. It makes you cluttered. It does. Oh. Okay. Oh, and, uh, oh, Brain, I will say, our although I already gave Chloe her gift, because it came in the mail super quick, I did get you a present for either Christmas. Wait, it might come, though. I know, Don't but... Don't tell him. Oh, well, yeah, the UPS guy has yeah. to, to <laughs> so, make his daily yeah, stop. A, whether you call it a Christmas gift or just a, a appreciation gift for doing the podcast. <laughs> oh, um, just for I'm, being alive. Yeah. Just for being um, alive. I was, it's supposed to come between the 26th and the 28th, so it's possible it'll come while we're recording. Okay. But if not... Then we'll that, that'll be fun. I could open it on air on and everybody air. can listen to the Crinkles paper. We've all been hoping. Yes. Yeah. So actually, it won't be wrapped, but oh. it's just in a box. It'll be in a box. Ooh, in, a, in a box. I in give box. all my presents in boxes. Cool. I know. I do bags. I do bags and tissue paper because I'm terrible at wrapping gifts. I'm bad. At I've wrapping. never wrapped a gift. No, I just don't like the never? waste. I'm also. I don't believe in wrapping paper. I'm that person. What? Don't believe in balloons or wrapping paper. Just total waste. 
Okay. I believe in crystal light because I believe in me. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Don't worry about it. It's an old ad campaign. I think from the eighties, so you're a bit too young to. But it was... missed that one. Sorry, Anyhow. missed the cutoff. <laughs> but no, I just give things in old boxes, or as you know, wrapping paper uh, once given to me. I just re- I just wrapped Henry's present in the wrapping paper he'd given me. Oh yeah. That Actually, works. my sister stole hers, but... <laughs> I hope she liked her gift. <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah. I, uh, I just do gift the little gift bags. Yeah. Because those can be reused. And I do do tissue paper, which sometimes can be reused, sometimes not. But but I, I mostly it's just I don't like wrapping things because I'm terrible at it. It requires mm, geometry fair. and straight lines. I hate geometry. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not good with the geometry and the straight lines, yeah. especially when I'm holding a pair of scissors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get frustrated. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I end up just tearing things with my hands instead yeah. of trying to cut it because it's, you know. Try to do the straight thing with the scissors, and they just burn off the left and then back to, <laughs> the, back to the right, and then it's just you know. Uh, it's the thought that counts. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, Chloe, anything new with you? No, I mean probably. I'll probably say it as an outburst while we're talking about something else. Right. As, as yeah. I'm glad people tune in to listen to the phone commentary because if you actually tuned in to listen to our <laughs> stories on our personal life, it's pretty pathetic. Aww, so, yeah. how are you this week, Harry? Anything new? No. I'm Chloe, sure I have anything something. going on with you? No. I'm sure I have something. I'm sure you do. I'm sure we all have something. I had to put some to grown drunk men to sleep in my house. That's very peculiar. Yeah. yeah. That's all. You don't get any contact. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> all right. Also, I low-key hate Sam Higgins, but he doesn't listen to this, so it's fine. You sure? Did I low-key hate Sam Higgins? No, the other one. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, he's too hipster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> low-key? Yeah, low-key, low-key, low-key. Who's low-key? I, I, oh. <laughs> I low-key, she low-key hates him. Low-key. Low. Oh. Not like Tom Hiddleston. Okay. I was going, what is... But I do, that works, because I also low-key hate Tom Hiddleston. You shouldn't. He's kind of a jerk, though, in real life. Is he? Yeah. Seems pretty charming. That doesn't make you not a jerk, Henry. Okay. Boy. Gosh, she whiz. <laughs> You're just a charismatic jerk. <laughs> yeah, true. Okay. So, Fair enough. Yeah. I don't have much of an opinion on him, but... <laughs> uh, all right. Well, unless there's anything else, I got featured on Marco's Snap Story. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> I didn't even know what that, that means. That solidifies friendship if you're on someone's Snap Story. Snap Story. Yeah. Oh, here's the mail guy. <laughs> let's, let's see. He this could, he could be bringing Brayden's gift right now. I'm excited. Yeah. My heart's a flutter. Just uh, here, y'all. Uh. Oh, we have nothing to talk Y'all about. Y'all talk the about whole for point. a quick What's second. What's the Snap story? Oh, Explain do you know what Snapchat is? is? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's like it's a post that. on that. Okay. Like to everybody for 24 hours. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I gave for... Uh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, this is not good podcast. Podcastery. I made... Kira really likes when I give her paintings for holidays, etc., mm-hmm. 
Can you tell who my painting? That's not a good picture. Let's see. Can you tell? That's not good enough. <laughs> Can you tell who my painting is of? That's an impressive painting, but oh, I no. Bar Helena Bonham Carter. It's a boy. It's a boy. Fair enough, though. He's very girly. Okay. Looking. It's a boy. He's in a TV show that we both like. Jew. <laughs> Uh, he's also in a movie with a clown. That you've oh, never he's seen. the guy, the kid on Stranger Things. Just terrible. He didn't recognize Finn Wolfhard in my painting. Crushing me. You. But no, no gift. But the UPS guy could still come while we're recording. So. Okay. I'm crushed now. Cross your fingers. She knew exactly who it was. Everyone except for you two that I've shown it to has known without skipping. Well, boys the have beat. an awful time with spatial awareness and. Facial recognition and <laughs> yeah. stuff. So it's a proven fact. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> after that little bit, uh, should we get on to some reviews? Yeah. All right. So we can get into our review of The Shape of Water, and Let's we should. Take a listen. <laughs> we should have <laughs> So take a listen. <laughs> Some of the best minds in the country peeing all over the floor in this here facility. Mm, mm, mm. There's pee freckles on the ceiling now. How they get it up there? Just how big a target do they need you pick? They get enough practice, that's for sure. Now, Brewster, no one's ever called him a great mind, but even he manages to hit the can 7% of the time. <laughs> Excuse us, sir. No, no, no. That's all right. Go ahead. You ladies seem to be chatting enjoyably. Girl talk, no doubt. Don't mind me. All righty, so the shape of water is directed by, I was about to say directed by The Shape of Water, no. is directed by Guillermo <laughs> del Toro and stars Sally Hawkins, Michael Shannon, Richard Jenkins, Octavia Spencer, Michael Stuhlbarg. Uh, Doug Jones, the winner of the upset <clears throat> Alabama race. Doug Jones, that's about it. And the plot synopsis is, in a 1960s research facility... A mute janitor forms a relationship with an aquatic creature. So, <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Mm. What did y'all think of uh, the film? <laughs> Chloe, go, go for 80, it. 80,000 stars. <laughs> That's mighty generous. Of you. Yeah. <laughs> How does that compare to the others? Wait, Bert, I... We should say, I think next week we're going to do one film and then our end of year lists. Okay. So, yeah. You can look forward to that, listeners. It's going to be a fun time. Any, anyways. Mm. Uh, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro is just a visionary. He's king. If you're watching his movie, you know it's his movie. Right. He immerses you in, in this world. But it's the thing I like about it, especially with him, is that they're all different little facets of the same world, but not the exact same world. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like different, 
don't know. I always use metaphors and it confuses people. Don't worry about it. I want to say they're all like just different colors in the same palette. I I mean, he's a a kind of a master of understanding genre and then therefore he's able to uh, shoot, I lost my train of thought. He's able to play within a genre but put his own spin on it. Almost like Tarantino in a way where he takes bits and pieces and then does his own yeah. Puts his own spin on it, so. But he's so artful and intricate. Mm-hmm. And, and so, like, this is, like, a fantasy film. Style. Crimson Peak is kind of a horror mystery, and then... But they're all underlying mm, romance. Yeah. Pretty much. I would say all of his movies. But, I mean, the kind of the overarching genre, he's kind of done a horror film, he's done fantasy, he's done... I guess sci-fi with Pacific Rim. and horror. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's his earlier stuff, too, which is very different. I haven't seen a lot of it, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm thinking Kronos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I haven't seen. That's, but... that's almost just more of a drama with yeah. horror elements in it. Yeah. Know, so. Um, then there, of course, Pan's Labyrinth, which is sort of strange, what, magical realism. Yeah, that's, I guess, so. They're all magical realism. My favorite genre. <laughs> and, I mean, you can even just call that a war film, kind of. Yeah. In, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. So he's done a war film, horror film, fantasy film, blah, blah, blah. You know. I just love him. Love everything he does. Mm. And the theme of all of his movies is just like goodness will out. Which I always appreciate. It's true. Mm. It's true. Okay. He's even said it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. And the 60s, 60s are my favorite decade. I'm obsessed like with old movies. I do like the period that was setting. More, well, when, trying to remember when it was that the Russians, uh, the Soviets, I should say, pardon, the Soviets, <laughs> sent a dog into space. It was like, the movie was like early, early 60s, like 61, like 60 to 62. Like 50s. I thought, I can't, I can't, no, I can't remember. No, in the plot synopsis it says... No, but 60s. It? 60s. Oh, okay. Yeah. It must have been early 60s. Yeah. So. When I was watching, I was like, oh, this is like between 60 and 62, I think. Okay. That's the impression this, I got. Instead of Mad Men, it could be right across the street. You know? Yeah. Sure thing. <laughs> There's some, I mean, there were some weird, there were some weird things. And at first, it's funny, I was kind of underwhelmed. Like, after first watching it, mm-hmm. my reaction was like, oh, okay. But then I realized it's just that my, like, expectations are so high for him. And the fact that he met them just proves, in my opinion, it was a, such a good movie. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it took me a minute to appreciate it all. But I also like the, you know, the mute love story thing and right. giving people who... And the other thing is, he has so many themes and relevant themes, but he doesn't, like, punch you in the face. Like, giving, you know, a black woman a voice in the early 60s and then... The man's got stuff too. Just empowering mm-hmm. people who didn't have voices then. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Michael Shannon is so good. He's really good. Oh my it? god. I also love a little bit of like. This sounds weird, but in these kinds of movies, I like a little you, bit you, of. You like the finger pull. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For people who haven't seen it, I like it, some gore. Like... I like a little bit. Because yeah, no, it really no just. Beyond that, don't, 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 no, no more context beyond Be that. nice tease there. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't eat. Hard boiled eggs are a steady part of my diet. Didn't eat any for a good week. Hmm. We'll say that. So it, okay. So is Daniel Craig and Love and Lucky, you know? That, didn't he we didn't eat eggs after that either? 
Well, eggs in movies just weird me out. They're in there a lot, and I don't like it. So did much. you see either the Hellboy films? Yeah. You remember? Yeah. What uh, Abe Sapien's Aiden? Yes, I remember. Yeah, rotten, rotten, <laughs> hard-boiled eggs. I remember. Thank you. <laughs> For some reason, Guillermo del Toro really likes hard-boiled eggs hmm. and sea creatures. Who and does? Sea creatures that eat hard-boiled eggs. You know, yeah. Sally Hawkins was writing a short. <laughs> story about a woman who turned into a fish when she got asked to do this crazy wow weird yeah crazy mm. worlds colliding i know spooky hmm. well i mean i'll i'll uh jump in here i like it a lot more than henry we saw it together well yeah i mean so <laughs> brain i was talking about it with you i mean i guess i'm about two weeks removed from it but i did love crimson peak and i do like del toro in general mm-hmm. uh but i think some of the, since he does play within genre and he does keep some of the archetypal aspects of that, mm-hmm. I think it's almost, can sometimes depend on your interest with that genre. And so, like, for you, Crimson Peak, you liked it, but wasn't, like, a it masterpiece. No, it wasn't which, a masterpiece. To me, I loved it, but... I loved it, too. Yeah. I really enjoyed watching it. Yeah. But... If I step back objectively and think about the quality of the film, it was, it was shot spectacularly, it was told spectacularly, the acting was spectacular, the cinematography, the direction, it was all the parts were there, but there was nothing. I think the, the main thing is lacking something in the story. Right. And so and that's. I'll, I'll return to that theme again after you're. And so I kind of feel about. Oh, sh- right hit it. I kind of feel about the, sh- <laughs> the, the, sh- the Shape of Water, how you did about Crimson Peak, where I liked it, but at times it just felt just a, a little too ordinary and a, just what just kind of uh i i loved everything with the creature i thought the design the the mm. the sound design everything about it was fantastic but most of the other elements i just found were a little too simple at times and i mean i thought all the performances were really good mm-hmm. and the kind of quick moments of violence were very effective and looked looked great but for me i was just kind of waiting for things that I weren't expecting to happen to happen and they never really did. So I, I, I liked it, I, I but I didn't love it. I yeah. I enjoyed watching it and it's it's like a lot of Guillermo del Toro's films. I enjoy watching it. It's it's entertaining. It's two hours worth of you know, it's two hours worth of killing time. But it, I don't walk out of the film thinking to myself, that was that was enlightening. There was a Eureka moment. I somehow feel a better person for having watched this film. Mm-hmm. It's as technical feats. Guillermo del Toro's films are always superb. Mm-hmm. The acting, the directing, the cinematography, his sense of aesthetics—it's all superb. And he puts all of those pieces together well. But the, the, one of the the primary, one of the most important things that always needs to be there, which is story. It's just he just sort of dredges stuff up. There's really nothing all that spectacular or different about what this is. Mm-hmm. And Chloe's giving me a look. <laughs> Chloe's looking. <laughs> and I defy you. My fiance, I watched this with my fiance. We walked out of the theater, and then the next day she said, Yeah, it's basically just Beauty and the Beast. I hate when people say that. It isn't it's it, though? Not. It is. Why? It absolutely is. How? Aside from uh, the obvious, I mean, how? 
That's aside the from, point. No, 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 no. Aside from her just being a woman, just by the way, because beauty is objective, so we're out of this. Doesn't just matter what the gender of the person and is. Then, it's it's somebody. I mean, it could be. And it could be a male. It could have been and a sea creature. It could have been. Uh, I forget the actor's name, but the fellow, the the gay man. Could have been the gay man and the sea creature. It doesn't matter what the no, gender no, no, of the person is. No, no, no. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. I just mean aside from it being. Explain to me how it's Beauty and the Beast. Aside from a creature, because it's and this creature who is shunned and not understood by people. Same thing in Beauty and the Beast. Except the creature like, who is shunned and feared by the village. A supernatural type character. It's not right? the whole village. Just half the people in the movie. I'd say it's. I'd say it's. If if it was shown to the world, I'd say the majority There'd of people be would hate fear it. Fear and repulsion. You don't know that. Which is why speculation. It was it's nineteen sixties yeah. America. Yeah. <laughs> You know? Which is why it was kept he, under he, lock and key in a laboratory. He was worshipped where he came from. Right. I I mean, I actually had a thought of the Beauty and the Beast thing for some reason, but I do kind of see that. That's my point. Is the most, I mean, Michael Shannon, who's the most sort of stereotypical of the people in the film. Absolutely disgusting fellow, but I mean, he's very sort of cut and dry. Uh, but he... He's not. Guillermo Toro does a really good job. The best... Well, the best villains are the ones where you're like, okay, I see your point. The second best, the other quality you need for a good villain is for them to really think they're doing the right thing. Which yeah. he did. Yeah. Oh, he was great. He, he was the best part conviction. of the whole film. Yeah, he was really good. He was the best part of the whole film. But I mean, the character was solid. I don't think any of them are... I mean, Everyone I, I, keeps I, I saying think... they're all archetypal. I think they were... They took archetypes and they, you know, resuscitated I mean, them. They gave them... I mean, I, I would say you did that with some, but a lot just felt very... A little too simple. Like, a, almost a little too archetypal. How else was it like Beauty and the Beast, though? This, I mean, this woman falling in love with this beast and then her having to kind of uh, face off with it in various ways and then also this having this kind of end where, you know, the... What in Beauty and the Beast, the, the beast... I mean, that's... that's isn't... Or, does the, the, the beast Isn't that enough, no. though? The fact that the story, the the concept of the story is... No, because if you take away the odd appearance, that's literally every movie. That's almost every romance, especially. Yeah, yeah, there's always a love... Mm. There's always a love story, and there's a reason they can't be together, and usually the girl's the one you stick with, and the guy's but messed up, and misunderstood... And so she has to, quote-unquote, save him, and then he saves her, blah, blah, blah. It's every movie. It's every romance story. I mean, I would say thing. a lot of films do draw from Beauty and the Beast, but I'd say since this is a fan, like a fantasy kind of period film, it feels very much like nah. that to me. Also, in Beauty and the Beast, she's in his world, right? And this one, he's in her world. Makes a huge difference. Yeah, and, but again, that's it. Just the the roles are flipped, which again, well, that's, that's not with what every Del, story. The Toro just... does, but but I, I kind of I see your point. Like, so I'm sorry, Poe. <laughs> I just disagree. I mean, that wasn't I because I actually hadn't even really thought about that until you brought it up. But I just think that's I mean, basic. I mean, I. Yeah, I mean, I think that the film That's is, the point. I'd say the story is The very story basic. is basic. No. Yeah. <laughs> the story is basic. I mean, I mean, He's I... taken a nice classic story, which he acknowledges because he makes homages to the old films and stuff, right. which are all this simple, but he's sewn in... 
he hasn't done anything that has really stepped outside of or challenged there's no there's no gray area in any of his films it's always absolutist the the closest thing that came to sort of a gray area uh pan's labyrinth a little bit and ever so slightly with tom hiddleston's character change in crimson peak uh, because he was doing the con, and then he changed, and he became a good guy, and actually fell in love with me, Washkowski. But, but I don't think you need all of that in every movie. This one's an observation of life through a little looking glass, because it's a different world that's similar to ours, and different in enough ways, and that goes with, like, the time period, and also the magical realism, and blah, blah, blah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I mean, there's nothing offensively wrong with doing no, that. It's just that... At least in terms of my viewing of it, I was just, I was never bored, but I was just like, it, it, it felt just too similar. To... I didn't know what was going to happen the whole time. Oh, I, I wish I could have been like that. Yeah. You didn't either, please. No, if I mean, you like, think back, I, there's like, no way. The, the final, like, in, in particular, the final sequence, I, I could just telegraph everything that was going to happen in, in that final scene. I'm like, oh... So he's going to go and do this, then she's going to... Yeah. You know, it's, and it's, what's it's, wrong it's... with that, though, sometimes? But I didn't was... know how it was going to No, okay, end. but that was the only time I felt that. That's one thing. But, like, in, in terms of the majority of the film, it felt like uh, in almost a, a, a small scene with the the uh, the waiter guy, the, the what happens with his character and Richard Jenkins. Yeah, like, I... Like I that's I... just such a, like, easy... I felt, first of all... Switch. It's relatable, though. It I'm not saying it's not relatable, all but the time. It's, it's so and he uses so, it's so co- common. No, like it's, it's in a way inspiring though, because a lot of people wouldn't act with that, or a lot of people grapple with that. And yeah, it's more minor, but it's very it happens to everybody. Yeah. But but I mean, it's almost like how I my issues with Detroit. Like at times, the characters were just so blunt in terms of their kind of sw- their changes and their perspectives. It just felt. Like I'd seen that. I'm not saying it's not relatable. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It, it, sure it does, but it just like I'd seen that so many times before. I felt. Well, what do you want? I don't understand what you want. In Something a, movie. a little more complex or unpredictable. Yeah. Well, at least the real characters who would act a certain way. You can't just just because they're like little characters. You can't make them. You can't just. They're not like voodoo dolls. You can't just like pick them up and throw them against a wall because you're bored. <laughs> Well, I know I understand. Like, and because I would like to rewatch it, and who knows, on rewatch, I may end up loving it. But, um, just this time, I was like kind of slightly underwhelmed. Again, I loved everything with the creature, and looked was probably one of the better designed creatures that I've seen in film recently. Yeah, Doug Jones always does a spectacular job. Yeah, he was the one that played Abe Sapien in the Hellboy series. Yeah, and he oh, really, really amazing. Yeah, it was voiced by David Hyde Pierce of you know, yeah, Donald yeah, Niles, yeah, Niles yeah. Crane from Frasier. But uh, David Hyde Pierce actually said, do not put my name in the credits because it's Doug Jones who really breathes life to the, I'm just the voice, but he's the movement, the character, mm-hmm. and so hmm. put him in the in the credits. Don't bother putting my name on there. Hmm. But, I mean, I, I thought, again, it, it looked very good, like that kind of classic Del Toro blue mm-hmm. look, look and green. Love that. Michael Shannon is amazing. Sally Hawkins, really good. Richard, Richard Jenkins, Quite Octavia, good. Octavia Spencer. Really She's like good. Yeah. Just that, the. That was kind of like those aspects were kind of, all that was there, 
when yeah. I was watching. It just felt. Oh, you mean every important peaceful movie? No, the story. No. The no. story was lacking. The story was solid. No, because like the story I, was I can tell. Okay, when she meets this guy, there's gonna be that. What happens, and then they're gonna, you know. Well, let me let me put it a, a, a few add in a few other things besides just. Oh, it's the story. Okay. Um, so you've got the story, the relationship, the arc of the relationship between Sea Creature and Sally Hawkins feels very rapid, very forced. Oh, that's what Cooper said. Yeah. What? It did. No, Cooper she... made some good points. Another Never point that he made, it happened. was totally, <laughs> totally inconsistent, which is also right. It swerved back and forth between Michael Shannon, who's not just a bad guy, but just an absolutely despicable piece of human excrement. It's showing excrement. how people spend their time. It's supposed to be inconsistent. How people choose to spend their lives the way they choose to live their lives. Right. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about it swerving between being sort of Disney fantasy, Disney romance, and this exceedingly dark... Um, not a horror film, but 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 heavy, dramatic, dark, yeah. violent, and it just it it's just the really lenses through see, which each that, of them sees I mean, the world. I didn't That's mind why. The, I didn't mind the tonal changes, but I did feel like the. I mean, it's not a spoiler to say what the character. No, they say it. Okay, to say that there's a romance, I felt like the transition from Sally Hawkins being just a savior of. Doing what she does first, to being a romance, it felt like, oh, okay, so. Well, why does it, it like? Here's my question: Why does it even have to be romance? Yeah, I felt like it could have. Right. It could have just been a. No, I mean a, I agree. Honestly, I would have preferred if that hadn't happened. I mean, it could it could be an infatuation with the creature, but as 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 uh, getting to understand something outside of your. Outside of your daily life. Yeah. Right. And, but why does she have to become infatuated? And then, and then there's this whole sexual angle, which again, again, the total inconsistencies. Not only is it is it is it the excessive violence which is brought in by Michael Shannon, but then you've got this this rather gratuitous amount of sexuality in the film. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's not I, gratuitous. I wouldn't. I didn't have. I mean, it's not gratuitous. It's not graphic in terms of, but it's it's very explicit in terms of. I mean, you know, the opening first couple of minutes. What is she doing in the bathtub? Yeah, but there shouldn't be. A, yeah, but guys do that in movies all the time. Did they show that? I have not seen a film this year with a guy masturbating. Happens a lot. Spoiler. <laughs> um. Uh, and it's I mean, just it's just showing that's part of her routine. It's oh, showing that it's yeah. something that's been sterilized because you can't relate to anyone, as opposed to what happens later. I mean, I, I don't have an issue with the sexuality. Really, I just felt like transition from a friendship or a partnership to that was like, well, it's not. What does that serve? It's not. It's I not necessarily that, sexuality. So. Sexuality is it's just part of human nature. I just felt like does it necessarily fit with this film? With the story that he's telling. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't say... Maybe at times. Well, it also depicts a parallel again between... Michael Shannon and... Sally Hawkins' characters. Yeah, I mean... The, the yeah, I won't, movie, I won't say too much about them. that, but there is a huge juxtaposition between yeah. the two of them and their intimate moments. The whole movie is just the two of them... It's like the 
I don't know, it's kind of remind, like, I don't know how to phrase it. Like in The Departed, you know, you see Leonardo DiCaprio and Matt Damon, they're living their separate lives, but in the same, like, just parallels throughout right. the whole movie. Mm. It's like that to me with the two of them. Mm. I mean, I would say it was at times, in what you're saying, Brain, like, I don't think we need to see her naked like four times. You right. know, like, I don't know if that did, maybe like at the, you know, one time when she the gets. The monster's naked the whole movie. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I, now look, I'm not saying it was like, oh, God, this is disgusting, gross. But, like, it was just, at times it did feel slightly out of place. Like, some of that was, this, some of that was felt I forced. Oh, I mean, I mean. And, the, and the scene with Richard Jenkins at the pie, the pie place. That was, that got me. I liked that a lot. Really? Yes, I felt it. It, it I don't know. I mean, it felt. The whole movie's felt, about empathy. He needed to gain that. Insight of feeling. I, I agree. The films, there's empathy, there, but it just was like, I have seen that. Constant. I see. You've that. seen that what happened constantly. No, I've, I've seen a character who's this kind of, you know, charming, handsome, or you know, pretty person, and then oh, they're actually that, and it's just, that's such a a, kind of a lazy switch. But it wasn't about him. He was just he was a tool. He was such a minor. It was to propel Richard Richard Jenkins' character forward. I oh I agree with that. And they didn't waste a bunch of time on it. It's mm. like a huge I mean, part of the I story. I didn't have a huge issue with it. It was gone in a second, but and it was sweet. That's so, okay. That's like too relatable. The whole pie, the refrigerator full full of pie thing. Yeah. Who hasn't been there? <laughs> Everybody. You think I like coffee that much? No. Okay. Everybody's been there. Mm. <laughs> Um, oh, Brayden. Brayden just lives a charmed life. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm black of heart and hollow of soul. <laughs> uh, whatever. But, I thought it was... I mean, I, I, it was, I thought it was entertaining, and I would, like I said, I would like to rewatch it. I mean, it's... It's sweet. Could definitely something that's, that could grow on me, but I just was... It's like, sweet. Eh. I mean, it's it's a it's a charming story. I think it's told well. It does not, it does not, what really resonates with me, and I mean, again, this, this speaks to the subjectivity of, of, of analyze, and that, analyzing, criticizing, discussing any art or any kind of art, music, film, sculpture, whatever, is the fact that it's a, uh, well, that's it, I'm, Finn, I'm used to the sh- super short-haired Finn Wolfhard and not the super <laughs> long-haired That's Wolf. fair, that's fair. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, that's so funny. I was literally just thinking about that too. Yeah, but um, the films that resonate with me, I think, are those that really push push the boundaries in terms of the stories that they're trying to tell, mm-hmm. and how they tell those stories, and the complexity of those stories, and how how the stories are not so cut and dry. And I feel I feel as though this 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 story that Guillermo del Toro tells in this is pretty cut and dry. I think there's nothing wrong with something just working out for once, honestly. Especially since you well, think I don't, about I don't it, have an issue with she's that. lived her whole life, right? Like you're coming into this, you're coming into these people's lives. It's not like you like see her when she was born and watch her grow right. up in those dumb little montages at the beginning of so many movies. You know what I mean? You come in, she's had a 
difficult life, obviously, and she's gone through it. She's made friends and everything, right? And you finally kind of see her goodness would ever pay off. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean, I don't have an issue with that. It's just that there's just so much of, oh, good, this is, you know, that's going to happen. Or, like, I know kind of that was going to happen just so frequently. And the other thing, the song and dance number? I mean, that was maybe a little much. Well, really? I'd say. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, I did like the um, framing scenes with her kind of in the black, complete kind of darkness. I like that. But then mm-hmm. the dance was a little odd. But yeah. Well, it was a little odd. Yeah. One, one, one visual not thing. not bad. I, no. I mean, no. it was beautiful to watch, but it just kind of like... I thought it kind of fit because she watched random watches. random interlude. I think it I, fits, but they watched they were watching old movies constantly and dancing together I, I constantly. I get that. Yeah. And so then it was just that feeling, you know, when someone it's like, oh my gosh, it's it's like feels like it's working out, and you just kind of that's just where she was. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, get one, it. <laughs> one one visual I did really like is when the the two are in the bathroom and the water. Uh, yeah. goes up. I loved that whole sequence. That looked, that was, that looked was great. Beautiful. I guess they kind of teased that at the beginning, but yeah, it was. I really liked oh. that part. He's thinking of the cat. I know it. <laughs> no, I was thinking about that. You know, my 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 fiance has a cat, and she absolutely adores her cat. Yeah, she, I have three cats. She sort of flipped her shit. When oh, me too. She saw the, the oh, cat. me too. Um, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. So yeah. I just, I just bared my head in into Connor's. Um, I just could not watch it. I knew it was gonna any happen. anybody get the movie theater bit though? What? Hmm? There's a movie theater. She lived above the movie theater. Yeah. And did anybody see the general state of the movie theater? Yeah. Or the general lack of. Yeah. Oh yeah. People, yeah. Totally empty movie yeah. theater. Totally empty all the time. Mm-hmm. I think. So I think Guillermo del Toro is aware of what's going on with also, the actual yeah. movie theater industry. This is pushing it, I feel well, like. Well, all the films well, don't think. do that well. I, I guess yeah, this one is uh, kind of maybe doing a little bit better. This one's doing a little there bit better. There were loads of people in it yesterday at the Chelsea. Yeah, this one's doing better. And also, the budget's pretty... Like, he made it under $20 million, what, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Like, so well, he did... I mean, again, it's 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 a testament to practical effects. Yeah. Uh, I, I think instead like, of doing CG Fishman, yeah. he actually has Doug Jones in a in a suit. Like, yeah. The suit's remarkable. Yeah. It took two years to produce. Mm. One year really? to design mm. and two years to. I mean, because wow. Crimson Peak was at like sixty million or something. Yeah. So well, that, they built it, that whole house yeah. property. It's all of it. Good lord. And yeah. the Pacific Room was a huge bu- budget, obviously. Yeah. But yeah well, anyways. that's all CG. Yeah. Anyways. No, well, I also think. Bear with me. The movie theater, the empty movie theater playing the old movie was an homage to people giving up on, like, romance and stuff. Like, the kind of fantastical world. I yeah. can see. I think maybe, yeah. maybe, yeah. Yeah. I'd and then so. she, and then it, well, I don't know, that's probably a spoiler, but. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. She opens it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know how to say that giving away, but anyway. I'm trying to think about it. Let's other... just say they, they, there's a lot more discussion about Fishman Anatomy than I. Oh, that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Things you think about. I mean, I guess it goes back I mean, to the old. Funny. You know, if you meet a mermaid, how do you two, you know, make yeah. little mer people? 
Uh-huh. Also, obviously, like, not quite in that way, but, like, that's just how friends talk anyway. Yeah. At least girls. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, I'd say so. Yeah. These are not conversations that I have been privy to. Brand new app. Brand new app. We're going to start having these conversations. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> um, but I'm trying to... Th- I did like Michael Stuhlbarg a lot. I always yeah. like him. You know, he's always good. Frank Ocean on Tumblr declared him his new dad. Really? Yeah, okay. after seeing Call Me By Your Name. He said, hmm. Michael Stuhlbarg's my new dad. Oh, he's having a good year. <laughs> he yeah. is having a good year. Michael Stuhlbarg. Yeah, like Call Me By Your Name isn't even out. Well, it's out in certain areas, but yeah, we're going to get it to Chelsea. Sometimes two weeks, Brayden. Yeah, I'll be there every day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I just think it's, it's strange. I'm gonna find it rather incongruous because uh, honestly, really, the last thing I well, he was in uh, the one the Guy Ritchie film that we did the retro review of King Arthur. No, <laughs> uh, uh, Man from Uncle. Man from Uncle. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, but the last thing I remember him uh, seeing him in the theater was Lone Ranger. <laughs> oh, and so yeah. now, now he's gonna be call me by your name, which is uh, Army Hammer is a prince among men. Um, oh, and he's in the post as well. Oh, Sports is he? Film, yeah. yeah. Oh. Talking about different things. Talking about different things. Uh, Army Hammer. On. He was in Miss Sloan Arrival. Oh wait, he he was in Arrival. We're talking about different... Steve Jobs. All right, I quit. You're talking about different people. Michael Stuhlberg. No, he's we're talking about, talking Army, about Hammer. Army Hammer. Oh. No one listens to me. Jeez. <laughs> you're, 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 you're off on Michael Stuhlbarg still. Yeah. And then Army Hammer, he was in, uh, what was he in? Oh, I mean, he's in Love Ranger, of course. Yeah, Man from Uncle. Army Hammer's perk. Oh, and, oh, yeah, he is good in Man from Uncle, yeah. Good yeah, I mean, he's good, but it's just, you, you know, you see him and he's always like chisel-jawed, action-y guy, and now he's got this film, which is supposed to be, what, uh, about a relationship between two gay men and... Yeah. Well, I've read the book. I haven't read. Kind I haven't of. read the book. I don't know too much about it, so I'm I'm in the dark here. <laughs> so if I miss, if I misspoke, correct me. You're just my okay. I think that's the that's the main part. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but it's just interesting thinking about him going from those rules to something which is a little more. I'm just obsessed with his life. Just obsessed. I I am not. It's so weird, though. Perhaps it is. He's the heir to Arm and Hammer, except he got cut off. That's why his name's Army Hammer. But he got cut off because he wanted to pursue a life of acting. And look at him now. Well, uh, if you got looks like that. Brains in love. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, if I look like him, I'd be in movies, but yeah. I look like me. I don't so. see it. I really like him, though. I do, too. I'm more of a I'm more of a Timothy Chalamet kind of person. I know you love the young starlets. Oh my god! <laughs> you do. First of all, not true. Second of all, they're my uh, age. Yeah. They're my age. I know, but they're all the the young the, the young starlets. You love. Okay, whatever, <laughs> whatever. They are young and they are starlets. They're my age. Now, that's beside but, the point. They're yeah. still young and starlets. Yeah. I don't. That's just not true. Yeah, Freddie. What's Freddie? Freddie Highmore. <laughs> Freddie Highmore. Yeah. He's so good. Daniel Radcliffe. I, oh. well, they're not saying they're not talented actors. Oh, who is so it? I just good. found out somebody's playing Freddie Mercury, and I was super excited. Uh, about Rami, it. Rami Malek. Malek. Yes. You just I'm found super... out. It's been. Brian Singer it's got been fired. Paused. Yeah, because Brian Singer got paused. I mean, oh. fired. So. Because of the not he, me. 
Because he didn't roll up. No, no. You mean me too? He said he was... <laughs> he said he, they wouldn't let him take, take off time to care for his dying grandmother. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's despicable. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And so I mean, they got I some mean, other... I had a low opinion of the film industry to begin with, and now it's... They yeah, got some other job around there. Yeah, that's 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 it's despicable. Yeah. That's a, the studios can suck it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that's <laughs> just... That's... <laughs> That's awful. Yeah. Oh, your parents died? Well, we got the shooting schedule, but my parents are dying, and I gotta go. Nope, sorry, shooting schedule, you're out. Yeah. We'll go find somebody else. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think the whole the whole the whole cast should just say, "No, we're not gonna do it." Unless yeah. Singer does it. Yeah. And I then mean, the studio yeah. says, "We're not making a movie," and then they go, "Okay, fine." Yeah. We don't I think know that's what they should do. But... Yeah. No, we don't. We don't. You but... didn't even know the movie existed until recently. Until just a couple of days ago. Okay. This yeah. <laughs> <Mr>. oblivious. <laughs> um, Everybody take a pot shot. <laughs> any uh, any other thoughts on the ship water? It's great and everybody should see it. I, I would say you should go see it. I it's, would say it's... you should go see it. It's. I mean, Guillermo del Toro's films are always fun to watch. Mm-hmm. They're always fun to look. It's beautiful. Always fun to watch. They are. They oh are absolutely gosh. beautiful. I mean, it does have a, a considerable amount of romanticism that you don't see in a lot of films, uh, and his visuals are always just astounding. Yeah. I mean, it's nice yeah. to have a director who's got a. I still like Dennis Villeneuve better. Just saying. Yeah. But Guillermo del Toro, I think, has a very complete vision, and he he conveys that well. What's the random thing he's doing next? You know Pacific Rim 2. No, he's no, not no, directing no, no, Pacific no. Rim 2. Dennis Villeneuve. He's doing Dune. Oh, yeah, yeah. he's doing no, Dune. No, it's not that. I'll just look it up. It's something else. Oh, uh, he's got something. That's yeah, the picture Dune I was is... working from. Yeah, I was going to say, because I'm used to Finn Wolfhard with the, with the short hair. I think it was from yeah. season one, right? Yeah. yeah. So. But I, I did rewatch Blade Runner 2049 last night. It's so good. Oh, God. It's so good. It's so like, good. I'll say it does... Like, especially towards the end, it does feel a little long. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, this is kind of taking a little while to wrap up. That's probably because you know what like, happens now. No, but it's just like, I think the fight near the end in particular is a little extended mm-hmm. on the in the water. But, like, it's just like every shot just feels like it has so much weight, so much. Like, yeah. It's just, oh, it's so good. Yeah. I love it. Um, but, all right, well, out of five stars for Ship Water, I'll go three and a half. Oh, wait. 87,000. I'm 87, up to it. Oh, okay. yeah. Up 7,000 okay. from... from. Okay. <laughs> uh, three and a half for me. All right. Okay. Well, uh, I guess we can move in to our glowing review. Of, oh. <laughs> uh, was that a pun? Yeah. It was a joke, yeah. Bright. <laughs> we sucked. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. That's that's, that, that's it, pretty let's much. Move, I'm sorry. Let's, okay. Let's move on. <laughs> Review. So, yeah. what are we doing for trailers this week? <laughs> got no trailer. Oh. Got no news. So. Cleopatra. Oh, that's right. Well, he's doing Cleopatra. Well, 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 he's, I don't think he's officially attached to that. Is God, he? God, I hope he yes. doesn't do that. Oh. He's officially attached. Oh, is he? Okay. Well. No. With Angie. Huh? Oh. Who? Angelina Jolie. Oh. Really? Yeah, she's gonna be so good. Are you sure? I'm pumped. You guys oh. can... Already no, no, not wanting no. to watch this movie. No, I have no problem with that. I'm just kind of... I'm actually surprised he is officially on board. But yeah. I'm, I just want to see Dune. That's... that's I want to see Dune. Dune. Dune's cursed. I yeah. want to see it. I'd love yeah, it. no no, no iteration of Dune is a Kyle McLaughlin better be in it. That's all I'm saying. Hmm? 
Kyle McLaughlin better be in it. Mm. There you go. I'm super pumped for Dune. Yeah, I don't know if there's any. Re- I don't think that there's a release date on that yet. But I think we've mentioned it before. But everybody who has not, immediately go watch Yudorowsky's Dune. Oh yeah, R- really good documentary. Yeah, it's an awesome. Or read the book. Yeah, both or, or both. both or both. I wonder oh. if they've got. Did do you, do either of you guys know if they Let's ever did any reproductions of the big logbook production logbook I, that he had? I doubt for, it. Because man, that would be awesome to have as like a coffee table book. Just yeah. imagine that. Yeah. That would just be amazing. You should yeah. get on it, Brandon. I should. <laughs> I'll call a... my 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 lawyers. <laughs> you can make a hot penny off of that, man. I got a, I got a to- whole team of lawyers for like intellectual property stuff, and they're gonna. Right Is it Cooper? That. <laughs> Give Cooper like five, six Cooper years. Cooper on retainer. Yeah. He gets yeah. a dollar a week. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we can get into our review of Bright, and we have a clip for this one, so... Take a listen. <laughs> <laughs> we will not be listening to no orcish music. I believe that you're lacking in love, Ward. What? By love, I mean, like, physical. I don't need no physical love. Humans have physical tells. Tells, huh? Yeah. It's called a face. Well, I ain't making no face. I like, like the face you're making right now. I ain't making no face right now. Right. Uh, so you know human face. You know I got, you got a, a lot of them. A lot of them. Show me the face uh, uh, a orc makes when he just shut the fuck up, don't say shit, and just try to work. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Oh, you got that one. So, Bright is directed by David Ayer. Stars Will Smith, Joel Edgerton, Numir Pass, Edgar Ramirez, Lucy Fry. That's about it. And the plot synopsis is set in a world where mystical creatures live side by side with humans. A human cop is forced to work with an orc to find a weapon everyone is prepared to kill for. So this one just got released on Netflix, like a Netflix original, this past Friday, I think. Most expensive. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's their first... million dollars. It's their first, it's their first blockbuster. And, and, it already, in the con, it's contractually... They already have a second one. Sequel. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, why? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Couldn't believe it. I mean, are they even? Uh, how do they even make money off of something like that? That's what I want to know. Is well, they don't. Aren't they in super debt? Yeah. I yeah, think they about are. this way too much. Like this literally keeps me up at night. How much debt Netflix is in? Because I just don't understand how it happens. Yeah, I don't either. Because apparently their numbers are the highest they've ever been. Hmm. The number of subscribers, the people, the number of people who use the service, it's it's stupendously high, and yet they're in just huge overwhelming amounts of debt and then they're still cranking out new material so confusing why don't they cut back on all of the crap that they make focus on improving those properties that actually do generate yeah viewership and revenue for them yeah i don't know anyhow it just it just it just strikes me as very very strange triggers me Triggered. Uh, also, the rude name of the production company is Trigger Warning for whatever, Studios, Productions, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Rude. I know I say triggered like a joke, but still, it's yeah. rude. Mm-hmm. 
is rude. Okay. It is. Okay. Whatever. No, I hate everything about it. It's so stupid. Okay. Fair enough. How was it so bombastic yet so boring? I don't know. See, that was my problem. Is is honestly the first fifteen or twenty minutes were great. That's what I thought. The first fifteen or twenty minutes were great. I really liked it. It was had a it had a District Nine kind of feel to it. Yeah. It's it's two cops trying to coexist. They don't necessarily. I mean, well, uh, the Joel Edgerton character Nick Jacoby kind so of likes Ward, which is uh, Will Smith's character. Will Smith is just sort of the old grumpy guy. Oh, yeah. he's saddled with this newbie who's not really a newbie. But he's an orc, and oh, grumble, 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 and dealing with, you know, the orc gangs and various other gang violence, and then, you know, the the, uh, the Latin gangs, and and um, just really, you know, some interesting stuff, just sort of like a documentary, life so on jumbled. the streets kind of feel. Not even, there was nothing, no substance, or like, wasn't time for any. Well, that was, that was, the, so that was what made it so good. What? That's the point, is, is life is a... Is a jumble. And no, it was just end sort of, of watch nice. was so good. Same oh, end of watch deal. was spectacular. Yeah, Fury is spectacular. I like, and I, I'll say, I mean, I defended Suicide Squad, but like this, like, and again, like the first ten or so, I was like, wow, I think people are wrong about this. Yeah, like, I, that's what I thought. Really? I watched, I watched even Ugh, like the, the that... first 15, 20 minutes, and I thought, this is this is a solid. Why are people hating on this? Like, and then the plot happened. Yeah. As soon as the plot kicks in, it is brutal. As soon as he has that conversation with his wife, is that the first scene? You mean in the kitchen? Yeah. It's yeah. early That's on. That's literally when I was I was like, this really? is so bad. Yeah. Really? Max Landis is the worst writer. Yeah. Like, this, this is, it's one of the dumbest scripts I think I've ever I thought it was, really? I like, literally was watching, I was like, is this all improv? Which just... is a shame because that's that's well like, I'm gonna get that later but Dirk Gently's listic detective so agency good. so yeah. good Which, yeah but I would he say writes that. besides that like it's he it's this is maybe, a what else maybe he, he done? required Did source material Victor maybe Frankenstein American Ultra yeah um, and just like he's all, yeah. all over the place like, all these films yeah. that make no money are panned mm-hmm. and he still gets one he's like work all out. over the place it's so confusing his life confuses me hmm. yeah but Strange. i because yeah. like the script is the most obvious blunt of like all the names oh we need to get the magic wand yeah we the shield of light we you know and the inferno yeah big and, fire i literally didn't understand what was happening i, I, I got lost I, pretty, I got lost pretty quick yeah and i was mostly watching it like, like i was talking about boys some of the time it was on but i was mostly watching it i had it i had it on and seriously after about the first 30 or 45 minutes i kind of went oh yeah i, I would and, like flip to the bbc news and read through yeah. some stuff on bbc <laughs> and then i'd flip to something else and read through some news somewhere else and then i'd look up words on day and then i'd flip back to bright and I, oh they're having another shootout okay yeah and the thing oh is, i God. i really wanted to love this because it has Numir Pass and it had this kind of weird her fa- fantasy. I mean, I like... Her suit was yeah. my favorite part oh, of yeah. the movie. But like, like, I just I, like the elf hair. Yeah, like, elf, I like it all. I know. The hair. I went in so <laughs> wanting to like it, but it just... Me too. It's, there's, the pacing is horrendous. Yeah. It's just yeah. bombastic scene, plot, 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 plot. But then action, also action, no action. plot. Yeah, the plot. And what the plot is? It was also just. There, I, there's too much plot. It was also just so tone deaf. Like yeah. so much of 
Mm-hmm. She's like, what are you doing? And she's like, this is not the right time in the world for this. Like, I, I can what see you... Chloe. What are you doing? Literally. <laughs> what are you doing? Do you know what I'm... Okay, first of all, the like, do you know the part I'm referring to? The first part, I was like, what am I want when he, you know? No. What? I mean, you're making gun sh- shooting things. The, f- the very opening scene? No, whatever. The I point mean, is, it's all it's tone deaf. It's just not. Usually, a third of the film is guys running around shooting at one another. So making a gun sign is. And the thing is, I liked I liked some of the um, David Ayer's sense of aesthetic, like his cinematography. I I thought the film at times looked good. Well, but that's then, why I like those first fifteen twenty minutes. Is I thought some of the cinematography, like the the scene where they're driving. Yeah. Off the road, and it's got the line with the palm trees, and I like some of those but shots. Then, but then the thing is, it spins like the rest of the film are all in like dark, yeah, hallways. Right. Exactly. And that's it. Oh, you they're know. in a basement, and now they're in a big dark room. Yeah. And now they're back and in the basement, in the rain. and then they're in a dark alleyway, and you there's know. some rain. And I mean, it's just so. Which is. Oh, and, and then which they're in Blade a, Runner. Then they're in a strip club. Yeah. And you know. Which for Blade Runner that works, looks fantastic, but like. Well, the thing is, you got to remember Blade Runner when they go to see Deckard. Yeah, yeah. All, all these other places. Vegas. Yeah, and but... the the color palette completely changes, and the yeah. color palette in uh, uh, Jared Leto's yeah office. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's 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 sort of dark, but it, there's also it's more sort of earthy tone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's some yellows and oranges, and but but the point is, it's not just a monotone color palette which is what yeah. happens with bright yeah. after after again those opening scenes because those, yeah that first 15 20 minutes they're out they're talking they're riding around they're dealing with the workings it's and like there's no there's not much plot it's just banter it's just yeah kinda, he's talking but, to his neighbors he wants to sell his house it's sort of like everyday cop life stuff which is like i know since i, I like suicide squad that's one of the ways it works and then right when it gets into the plot it's the same thing that bright has it's just overly yeah. complicated it's dumb, like to the point of just being. Well, bright isn't even. It, it, I wouldn't say that the plot is over the. It's just. It's just. It's uh, well, because boring. there's. Well, because there's Edgar Wright. Then there's the. There's some. There's the the Mexican gangster who's brutal. Oh and yeah. Then, um. Some weird elfish white face also. That was weird. And then there's the um like the fifth <laughs> element, uh character like character who's the young. I liked her. She didn't do T- much for T- Tico, Tico. No, I don't mean yeah. the character, but I like the actress. I feel like she has the. the actress presence. was fine. Yeah, but, the actress was fine. But the character is just so bland. Yeah, it's, yeah. and nothing. It's just nothing. a little scared girl, and then she does Not some flip kicks and stuff, and then she goes back to being sort of yeah. like squeaky and mousy and scared, and then she does some flip kicks, and then it's she's back feminist. to squeaky and mousy and scared. I'll tell you that. No, it's not. She's not. She doesn't at all ever seem in control of the situation. She's constantly cowering behind the tooth, like. Studly male guys, you know the Will Smith, the Joel Edgerton, who I like both of them, but but I, I mean if you've got like, this, I did not like Will Smith at all. If you've got this young female elf who is start off all right, but then he it just turned into classic Will Smith. Yeah, and then it, well he became except without the uh, he, he, it started charisma. off well it started off good, and then he turns into like your basic swaggering action star. Mm-hmm. Which is the one thing I liked about Joel Edgerton is is his character was, was never so sort of like sweet. swaggering. He was just sort of swept up in the tide of things. His character was the only person in the whole movie I could get behind. 
Yeah. And when his little ears moved, it was so cute. Yeah. I, I like... Uh, Joel Edgerton as an actor is spectacular. Yeah. And I actually is. liked his his portrayal in this. And that's really, really the good. only thing I liked. I mean, Numi Rapasin even. I love her. She, she didn't do, do that much yeah. for me. That's what that, like, I was really disappointed. I was hoping, okay, well, at least Numi can she save this. She's in it for like three scenes. She did, yeah, she does nothing. Which she she's just probably sort of thanking like, herself for. She's like, thank yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. But, um, it's, yeah, it's just, uh, oh yeah, in terms of how many times they mention the magic wand, it's brutal. Like, all the time they're like, oh, we need to go get the magic wand. Oh, no. I have the magic wand now. No, and just... So where's the magic wand? The magic wand's over there. Look and at the magic also, wand. I don't have any issue... Don't pick up the magic wand. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to pick up the magic wand. You shouldn't pick up the... Yeah. And, I mean... and things... There's a smart way to kind of subside the idea that there's a magic wand in the plot. Like, you don't have to mention that. Like, you can say, oh, we need to go get it. Or, or do it some clever way, but they just bluntly state it all the time. Well, the thing with magical realism that, like... Shape of Water does so well with is you can't be so or you shouldn't be so obvious like it's just not self aware the movie at that point no, like yeah. with magical yeah. realism then okay it's it's just there you first of all you want to say magic wand you're yeah like, you not just to say, not to talk semantics about something so dumb but like you know what I mean yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, you don't call it because magic if you know magic is real you yeah. just refer to it as wand yeah. it is a yeah. wand yeah we've exactly. got a wand. Yeah. Not a magical one. Yeah, exactly. You know? And then also, I, I don't have any issue with the film having a lot of language, but the amount of fucks in oh, this... It gets, it gets, it gets yeah, oppressive. Useless. It's just like... It gets it's, oppressive. Like, and because David Ayer's films are usually, like, they're all R-rated and they're... Or, they're gritty. Or, or, most I mean, are, Fury, was, Fury was incredibly gritty. Yeah, but like... But the, it's the, a bunch of dudes just, in a tank. Yeah, this is just constant yeah. language all the time. Well, that's why I thought so... it was improv because they literally they literally was. spit the same lines back and forth. Like uh, what's that guy's the Mila Kunis's husband in Bad Moms? You know that, that guy, guy yeah. Poncho guy, whatever he Did was in like it, him. right? Just the guy, the Hispanic guy who was kind of came in for a second and then came out again. In bright. Yeah, whatever. He when he <laughs> and Will Smith were talking at the gas station, and they, do you know what I'm talking about? They're talking at the yeah. gas station. And they're literally just saying the same line to each yeah, other. Like, just, he just, like, Will Smith literally repeats himself three times and throws the other Was guy. this the fellow that was the gang boss? Nah. No? He's a cop. Oh! Okay. There was a note okay. for you under the door. Uh. <laughs> well, who was that? Rod- Rodriguez or something? Did the fellow that was a sheriff? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I know who he is. <laughs> he wasn't even in the film all that no, much. No, I know. Either. Uh. Ike Bernholtz was in the movie. That was fun. Who was he? Morgan from the Mindy Project. <coughs> Best show of all time. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, but like just the amount of just constant language is so tiring and yeah. pointless. And yeah. It's just again another issue with the script is. And well, if the script had been better, actually could have been passable, but it just is not. Well, I mean, it all. falls back on on such sort of boring. It's uh, how are we gonna make this gritty? Let's throw in a lot yeah. of just naughty language, and then have some guns, and then the, we yeah. got a, a gang with tattoos, mm-hmm. yeah. and then we got the other gang, and they all wear football jerseys that look, that, you know, that whole uh, subplot uh, is the Mexican gangster is terrible. They yeah, cut what, it, yeah. What's the cut point? It, like, what's the and point? also, Edgar Ramirez looked so bad. Yeah, he looked 
terrible. Yeah. Like, I feel really bad for you him really that he looked did. like that. Yeah. That was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's bad. Like, it's, it's bad. I, I could even tell from the trailers, like, oof, that's brutal. I'm sorry, you know? Mm, it makes me cringe. But. Cringy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, like, and then the third act was one of the worst things I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> Utter garbage. Like, just, I, I just don't see how, how David Ayer could make something like Fury and End of Watch and then also praise Netflix for being able to kind of be yeah. a true artist and uh, have freedom. And then make this piece something of well, you know, so it was, it was written specifically for him to direct. Yeah. Like, Mark Landis took a million dollar pay cut oh, so that David Ayer could, could direct Really? It. And this is the filth that they yeah. produce? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. I mean Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the messenger. I don't oh, know. Oh, <laughs> that's I mean that's 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 painful. Stupefying. Yeah. It's stupefying. Mm-hmm. I just uh, I don't understand <laughs> that because this this film this film is a giant raging dumpster fire. It's horrible. It mm-hmm. was. It was just terrible. Yeah. I mean, and, and honestly, I mean, it's, uh, I watched the first 15, 20 minutes, I watched, I sat and watched, and I went, this is, why is everybody crapping on this film? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this is kind of it. I mean, so far I'm enjoying this. I think it's, you know, it's got a very sort of District 9 vibe to it. I'm really enjoying it. And then all of a sudden it just goes, oh, yeah, by the way, plot, boom. The film just devolves yeah. into, into, into every archetypal sort of bullshit yeah. action flick from the 80s ever. Yeah. It's not great. It's not great. It's not great at all. The the one um, kind of design element I did like is in the, I guess it's an apartment building or something where there's the the, the young woman up on, like, against the wall. Oh, the you know, one that the, got wanded. And, and it has, like, yeah. that kind of reddish white. That looked what, really... What was that? And I, I don't guess know, she but was, it looked like, awesome. melded to the wall. I wish there had been more that, like that. that stuff like that. Strange. But I didn't really like the design of that. Um... And then, I'm trying to think of other stuff. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did like Joel Edgerton. Although I think after once the plot kicks in, he again just becomes very bland. Mm-hmm. Or his character, not the performance, really. But yeah, yeah. No, his performance is good, and I like the character. But there's nothing really other than the fact that it. Oh look, it's an orc. There's nothing new or different or or edgy or 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 engrossing about the character it's it's a charming character and it's portrayed well outside of that there's really nothing to draw you in mm-hmm. will smith starts off pretty decent you know charming really i thought he was, I thought a he was, I thought he was no i thought he's kind of D-bag. D-bag. well that's that's the character he's just a grumpy old cop he's, he had he's some charisma moving but... towards his pension uh, and then and then it gets into the act the, the the plot and then all of a sudden his character is just yeah every other foul mouth cop out there. Also, Loki thought it was weird that uh, exclusively women and people of color were mean to the orc because I feel like they'd be a little nicer to him. But anyway, sure. yeah, for like well, Will Smith's really mean to him first of all. Yeah, well, then, well, there's a scene where you see the white the white cops beating the orcs. I'm talking about what's his name. I, I thought Joel there was Edgerton. a black Edgerton. cop beating the orcs as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. talking about Ed, whatever main one, Joel Edgerton. Ed, 
Oh, no, Sound no, no. it out. Well, I mean, maybe that might have been. <laughs> I don't know how to spell it, Henry. That might have been intentional. That that because there are different species, even. Yeah. That I racial know. racial differences have sort of fallen by the wayside. I know, but let's just hope that people will yeah. learn from their mistakes. Yeah. And also, there's or from the mistakes of others. Rather. Well, again, this is like an alternate reality, and there couldn't. Be, I don't know. I'm just. I'm just saying, it seems, it doesn't seem as though it's portrayed like there was a yeah, massive but then change, like, what but was again, the point? But then what there was, was, there was, was there this... no message attached to it in any well, way well, then, the thing or is, what? In terms of that, the beating scene where they drive by and he asks them, are you an orc or a cop first? Yeah. The yeah. thing is, that's such a muddled question because the cops are just beating orc senses. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. You know, it's exactly. like, okay, so do I need to be like a... A terrible cop exactly <laughs> you know it's just yeah it's commentary that that's what i was saying too it land. just doesn't work it's, it's like also gonna... tone deaf it's mm-hmm. terrible yeah. that's what i thought is it's like yeah i'm okay i'm gonna be a cop but i'm gonna be a good cop which means i'm not going to yeah. be anybody orc or human or exactly. whatever you know so don't ask me to get out of the car and put the nightstick to somebody who's innocent of yeah i mean that's the uh, police brutality is police brutality Exactly, you know, and, and like, don't make it. It's just not a good call to make it seem like all police are okay with it either. No, exactly. There's that's the point. So is not all. There are a lot of good policemen this. out there who are not going to to do that kind of thing. It's just the yeah. most poorly written thing ever. Yeah, like it really literally. Is. Like, I've and then heard... it's better than transform. I mean, it's worse than Transformers. Like yeah. the script for the last night is better than this. Like, because at least the Transformers is stupid. Yeah, that's it, the point. Kind of, yeah. it's stupid. Yeah. It doesn't try to tackle difficult subjects and then fall flat because it does so in a very poor manner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, you could have, I could have come up with all the names for these things in 10 minutes. Like, Shield of Light. Yeah. You know, Magic Wand. Hey, guys, mm-hmm. why don't we use the, this is, call this the Magic Wand. Why don't we yeah. call this the Magic Wand? <laughs> what are these guys over here? Orcs. What are yeah. these? Elves. They, oh, okay. They speak, yeah. elf, they speak Orcish. And, and Elvish. Or, yeah, and yeah. Elfish. And it's just, Who's the who are the bad what are the bad guys called? Fire. Hmm, what are we inferty? There we go. Okay. Yeah. You so know. The thing is, the world seems so like again compared to the shape of the world just seems so narrow and small and like claustrophobic. The like supposedly mm-hmm. you know magical world, right? Yeah. The whole thing, but it just felt so small. Mm-hmm. I think it's just because I didn't integrate the the magical stuff well enough at all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it all feels like it's just completely different films and or certain elements and yeah. I'm sorry, Mr. Ayer, I wish I could defend your film, but yeah. he's he's had to defend Suicide Squad or he's trying to defend Suicide Squad and this because tr- critics just tr- have trashed both. I yeah. feel bad for him. But I like, do too. I don't feel bad for him. What are you talking about? Well, I don't know. I mean, he's he's clearly at least trying to do something different. different. Yeah. Which I, I mean, appreciate, the problem but is, it's just that he... If, um, if he's not going to write his own scripts, he needs to be more discerning yeah, about what exactly. scripts he decides to. It's yeah. not like he doesn't have the opportunity to do a good job. Like, I don't feel bad for him at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that there are really interesting elements in Suicide Squad, but in this, it's just, like, so... I, I don't see how he could be okay with it. it. Like, when you see him in the interviews and some of his other films, it just doesn't make sense. You know? Um... Which... And Fury and End of Watch were just so outstanding. Yeah. I mean, they really are really outstanding films. And then 
to do things like Suicide Squad and Bright in particular. Bright is just Suicide Squad. There's no there again because it's because it's 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 dumb to a lot of these themes. It's just theme blind. It's just okay. It's just a, a bit of bubblegum filmmaking. Theoretically, the idea of the su- of Suicide Squad offend me I to know. my core. I Which what in what? Term- well, there you go. You can do it. <laughs> if you want to summarize this. Well, I mean, you don't like it that they use... Well, no, wait, no, you go. I may have forgotten. It is... I know it's something it's offensive. It's just not the top... And it probably never is. You shouldn't um, glorify being evil. Oh, oh yeah. Like, literally right. a terrible okay. person. Yeah. No. Especially not in the... T- I just can't get behind it at all. And even, like, the songs that go along with it, like that 21 Pilots yeah. song or whatever, not the time. Not the time to talk about going into a place and shooting people. Like, right. it's just inappropriate to normalize this stuff. Yeah. Like, that's the pro- Especially when you have more of a voice than anyone else, like, in the world, literally. Like, more than politicians, because you're talking to, like, the young, you know, young mm-hmm. kids who is who are there. They made it PG-13. Like, that's their target yeah, yeah, audience, it, right? That's a film that should, should be R. Like, Bright should maybe be PG thirteen. No, Bright should be R. Really? Yeah. They should both be R. Well, I mean, there's just a lot of pointless, raunchy stuff in Bright. But what is it? They go nothing. It's pointless. Well, it's utterly pointless. They should they should have like edited where Suicide Squad is a more adult oriented, Bright is a more PG thirteen. Cut it down, make it more like yeah. That. Which is the interesting thing is that the themes that they're trying to convey in Bright are themes that that generally would be good for for younger audiences, but then they do the language, the gunplay, and the needless scenes in a strip club, right? Right, and it's just why? Yeah. I mean, and it just it's it's just needlessly raunchy, and I think it just does that to, to put some salacious content in it, so people ooh, they spin some scenes in a strip club, and there's a lot of four letter, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, with Suicide Squad, I one of the reasons I liked it is just because of some of the characters. I think Harley Quinn and the Joker are very interesting characters, mm-hmm. and the the performances I really liked. Yes, but... let's endorse a really toxic relationship. Okay, um, but I, I think they're. <laughs> Their, <laughs> their dynamics are very interesting, and j- just in terms of the visuals, I really liked, but the bright, there's just nothing at all to no. latch on to, I mean, or yeah. care. Like, you can care about some of the characters, or I guess, well, I don't know, I won't go into it, because it would just make Chloe mad, but... Um, I mean, it should have been something more along the lines of... of... Of end of watch with magical realism, end of watch with yeah interspecies cool. within, tensions. Because with end of watch, and it would take a lot of work to keep it from being to keep I mean, it. I don't know what the right word is. Right, he now, doesn't want to rehash end of watch. Yeah. I get that, but there yeah. are directions that he could go that are in that vein. That are, the the film doesn't just devolve into a shoot 'em up action play. Yeah. He took like a few good elements from. Um, end of watch but then put it in the worst right. stuff in Suicide Squad mm-hmm. all the like kind of just dumb plot dumb characters and then mix that with a t- few tiny elements of end of watch yeah but like it, it would have been great if it had just been the two cops just go kind of going through the city exploring different parts of the world and right 
I mean, there, in the first 15 minutes. Like, you can have you can have some plot. I mean, you, again, if you think about District 9, there is plot that comes in, but it's it's intriguing yeah. plot. Mm-hmm. It's this guy who's in charge of, of part of the, 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 the sort of institutionalized repression of these, these alien uh, refugees. He, he somehow gets sprayed with something, and in, in himself, he himself goes through a transformation into one of these sort of, uh, I guess they were, what, slave cast refugee aliens from... Something like that, yeah. And um, that's that's an interesting twist. That makes for an imminently, I mean, him struggling with that, but then also having to, to cope with this repressive institution that, that he himself has been in, in, involved with perpetuating and, mm-hmm. and you know... Uh, it's it's it makes for an interesting film, and then this again, there's not an interesting little twisty plot thing. There's not something subtle which forces, you know, these cops to change roles or change circumstances or something like that. It's it's just, it's just you know, oh the the wand, we got to go get the wand. And then everybody wants it, and we gotta go shoot a bunch of people because they all want it. Mm-hmm. And then the evil lady. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah, basically. That's the plot. Um, <laughs> and it's yeah, because I know David Ayer is gonna be doing Gotham City Sirens, which is gonna be Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, and then oh, see, I guess Cat one... is it Catwoman? Or... Yeah, see, that's the one that I thought Ava DuVernay was doing. Uh. Uh-uh. No, okay. No, um, and I know someone else is writing that, so I guess again that could com- go in a complete shit show totally... because of the script. But okay, I'm totally um, out of the loop then. So David Ayer's doing Gotham City Sirens. Okay. Yeah, um, because I, I don't know if because Ava Duvernay's she has Wrinkle in Time. She's got Wrinkle in Time. I didn't know she had another. I don't know. I yeah. I should look that up. I for some reason I I thought I heard her name being attached to. Mm-hmm. Well, so I think she may have been at least in talks for something. So. Okay. But, man, I Because she gave up some project. Oh, she gave up Black Panther to go do Wrinkle in Time. Oh, yeah. I'm excited I, I, for I still, Black Panther. I, still, I am, too. Yeah. I still can't decide if I'm excited for Wrinkle in Time. The trailers are like, there's a few cool things, but then there's just other stuff that I'm looks just, so... I'm obsessed with the original. Really? Obsessed. And film? I was upset. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that there was already a yeah, film. Yeah, it's crappy TV Disney movie. Oh, it's so good, okay. though. It's so good. And the books are so good. And I used to do all my projects on it. Like, I'm just obsessed with Wrinkle mm-hmm. Time. And this just looks so watered down and just I, I will say terrible. So the, the question is, which, is, which are you more obsessed with? Harry Potter or Wrinkle Time? I think Harry Potter. Harry Potter? There's no question. No question? <laughs> okay, I just had to ask. You said but you're obsessed enough, with... But fair enough. Uh, but I will say, I will say Wrinkle, Wrinkle in Time for that one Zach Galifianakis scene they have in the trailers where he's like... I'm not. I'm not joking. You know, like, I'm, <laughs> I'll see it for that. <laughs> yeah, I'll go see a film just for Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, except Tulip Fever. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, Which I still don't understand. Why the hell was he in Tulip Fever? Why the what? Why was like uh, Dane DeHaan in that? Cara Delevingne. Why was Why was that? First of all, why was that film made? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody saw it. Well, also they kind of shot themselves in the foot or whatever because they kept delaying it and everyone was like this i guess it's stupid yeah. started to lose interest yeah. yeah yeah so i mean uh i hope uh mr air improves his i hope so too he needs to he needs to be more discerning because i think scripts. he's an interesting filmmaker he's i think he's a good filmmaker but it's just it's just scripts 
Yeah. Be more discerning. Be more about what script you choose to to. Yeah. To make. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. I'm, just, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Just terrible. Yeah, it saddened me because I love David Ayer. <laughs> I really love Joel Edgerton. Yeah. Lumi Rapaz, I'm a big fan of. Yeah. And then this film was just such, such a disaster. Mm-hmm. Such a disaster. High yeah. high expectations, and then they were completely dashed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. well, I mean, you know, go watch that first 15, 20 minutes. That's, that's a four <laughs> Don't hour, even though. That, that first 15 minutes, that's four star material. I, I, that first I, I, 15 really? minutes is four star material, yeah. I, I will oh, say I left at the melatonin joke. Where he's like, I can give you, I've been, I have melatonin. I got some melatonin. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that was funny. (laughs) Yeah, I did like that joke. Well, I mean, some of the little back and forth between them. I mean, again, particularly the beginning of the film, I thought was, was, you know, kind of charming. One thing, again, just in terms of the writing where that goes downhill is in the scene where they're, the climax happens and then they're outside, like, lying down. And Mm -hmm. they're like, we should have become firefighters. Yeah. And just, it's just that brutal banter. It's just mm-hmm. terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Suck. So, all right. Well, uh, without, if y'all have anything else, what should we uh, no. give out of five? Go for it. No stars. I might go. Oof. Negative 12. Painful. I hate, I hate, I think I gave it a one and a half on Letterboxd. Maybe, I might even go one. Like, it's just. Yeah, I'm. I'm... I might go one. Right now. I feel I wanted to say, too, because, again, I really like that first 10, 10, 15, 20 minutes. But, I mean, I feel that the, the latter the latter three quarters of the film are so painfully bad. Yeah. Like, I find I find it difficult even giving, going to two stars, so I'm going to have to do one and a half. Yeah. One for me. Zero. Negative 17. <laughs> She's taking away stars. She's taking yeah. away stars. So she can give even more to shape of water. I'm, I'm really glad this came out on Netflix and I didn't pay to see it. Yeah, the same. Yeah. I would have felt robbed having seen that in the theater. Yeah. Did people ever ask for their money back if they don't like a movie? Yeah, they can suck it. I'm not giving you your money. Well, if yeah, you watch the exactly. film, it's caveat emptor. If you want to watch the film and you sit through the whole film, you got the film. Yeah. It's not our responsibility to make but you But people like it. do that? Some people have tried. Mm-hmm. Some people have tried. And you say, mm-hmm. well, sorry. But no. Plus the hurts. Did you watch it? I mean, if they come out within the first 30 to 40 minutes, yeah, we'll give you... Oh, I hate oh, really? Film. Okay, we'll give you a refund. We'll give you a show pass. Which oh. you prefer. Good to know. <laughs> well, you get it for free anyways. I know. <laughs> and I get some German bread. So, it's exciting. Yeah, we got stolen over the Chelsea that I made. Oh, yeah. Now, so what does Brayden love to do that I was right about, Henry? Cook, bake. He loves cooking. Brayden, that's really unfortunate. <laughs> Why? So, um... Well, okay, so now... No, no, no. Your present is really okay. good, Brayden. Uh, okay, it's no, perfect I mean, I hope, it, I hope it looks as good as it did on online, but... Like, I mean, you're going to love your gift no matter what, but I... Okay. Um, now I'm just befuddled. I'm confused. I had originally as just kind of a fun gift. I was going to get you oven mitts with BB-8 on them. <laughs> That's <laughs> but, awesome. But I'm, I'm gonna, since I got you something else, I'm going to give those to Will. Oh, so, okay. You know. Um, uh, but You better hope you like someone you got him I, now. I, I, oh, yeah. You'll, you, I, you'll like it. You'll okay. Like it. Yeah. You will like it. It's, not, you've literally, today, dis- essentially described it as something you wish you'd had. Okay. Yeah. So. 
Fair. It, it may not may not be in that exact form, but or for that purpose, but you'll like it. Okay. So I just wish the fucking F, the I said FBI. FBI. <laughs> FBI guy. Um, what's UPS? UPS would come, but I I doubt he will. But oh well. Never want to see Taylor Swift's face so badly. What? She has a deal with UPS. She's like on other truck. Is she? she? What? Yeah. Why is Taylor Swift on the UPS? <laughs> I haven't seen this. I really? Am... No. What? Yeah. No. Yes. I, I haven't seen. I haven't seen any UPS. Well, I don't know what to tell you. I've seen several. Really? I... What? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Maybe they're somehow only marketed to girls. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> only to girls. <laughs> yeah. What can pink do for you? Yeah. Uh. All right. <laughs> well, I'll keep a lookout though. Now that I know. It's just her face. It's just the album cover. Maybe it mean like the punch game. Where yeah. Whenever you see a UPS Taylor Swift. Punch Taylor Swift. <laughs> boom. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, you've been listening to the new album? Reputation. Does she do music? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just know it for I just thought one. she was a marketing icon. Yeah. yeah. No, that's the Kardashians. Oh. I can't keep track of all the You can't keep up? Superstars. Can't keep up with the Kardashians? No. Or anybody. That's that the name matters. of their TV show. Yeah, those I, I got that. That was clever, yeah. Thank I you. got that, yeah. I didn't know he missed it. No. You got it. I don't I keep it. up with them either, it's okay. <laughs> my friends are obsessed with them. Why? Not all my friends, just Mary and Meg. I don't know. Meg loves the Kardashians. She just thinks they're so smart. I think it's because... Ooh. I think it's because her life goal is to, you know, become... A reality star. Super rich from doing as little as possible, <laughs> which they've accomplished. So, yes, they all say I'm. Her point. They all say I'm the Scott Disick of the group. Uh, I don't get that I, yeah, reference. I don't either. Well, it's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'd, I'd laugh if I knew what it was. Ha ha ha. There you yeah, go. There you go. Okay. Um. Alrighty. <clears throat> Let me see if there's. Oh, here a little controversy for Bright. So apparently, nearly sixty makeup artists claimed they yeah, were left, left out, out of the end credits. credits. Really? Yeah. yeah. Which, like, why? Why would you do that? Yeah, why would you do it's that? It's not like you're trying to trick anyone into thinking it's oh, not hey, makeup. Jacob Number One commented on the this article. Even worse, because I imagine makeup was an imperative part of the film's process. Well put. Well, Jacob. I bet so, Jacob. <laughs> well put. I couldn't. I thought those were real orcs they had in there. Oh, what do you mean that's all makeup? <laughs> Jacob, you're a good guy. Don't let these guys uh, uh, criticize you. What did he say to me? You done yet? Oh yeah, that was fun. You done yet? That was a good one, Jacob. Good singer. <laughs> okay, well after that, that's our news for the week. No real other news or trailers or anything to talk about. Oh, uh, Brandon, I will say I saw the trailer for Mortal Engines. What's that? I'm in. Oh my god. <laughs> it looks like Mad Max and uh like uh Howl's Moving Castle from Well I love Sock Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah. It looks yeah, like that well, and Fury Road. So do I, but Ooh, just this just good. looks like it is it's like giant rolling cities. Oh, it, oh, it looks really dumb, but yeah, it looks it, really I, those, dumb. those two films came to mind, so I'm in. But hmm. Alright. Well I guess since we don't have any uh, news, we can just get into our list, listener questions this week. So the Film Buds podcast at gmail.com is the address that you can reach us. Always like hearing from you. 
then also on Facebook and Twitter. You're supposed to say rate us. And rate us. I should say that at the beginning. I feel like just say it. Get all more the time. people and and rate us on iTunes if you like us, except for that one guy. So yeah, <laughs> he took exception to our criticisms of mother. Apparently, yeah. He said I embarrassed him. Yeah. Which honestly, fair enough. <laughs> an, embar- an embarrassment of riches, perhaps. Yeah. Oh. That's nice. <laughs> okay, so uh, we just got a couple this week. So this one is from Margaret in Nebraska, and Chloe, you got that other one prepared. I forgot it. My phone died. It was about uh, war, war. a trend in 2018. There were two of them. Okay, so yeah. uh, this one is from Margaret. Did I already say who it were? Yes, Nebraska. In Nebraska. What is your favorite type of narrative structure? I personally often find flashbacks and similar styles to be a hindrance to a film or an excuse for for making a simpler story seem more complex. Me too, Wondering your thoughts on it. Happy holidays. I hate flashbacks. I'm not huge on flashbacks, but I mean there are times that they can be used intelligently. Like I'm just thinking of Wind River. Yeah. Right. Oh, jeez. Okay, fine. Generally. No, I, I generally, yes. I think flashbacks are, because they're very sort of abrupt. I thought the way it was used in Wind River was a little more subtle, and yeah. and I thought it was important, too. I think if flashbacks are used for character development, they don't work. Right. If they're, if they're the visualization of something that's been discussed, that's an integral part of the story already, mm-hmm. not there for a tool... Right. as much, then that's different. Okay. Well, I'd say a flashback can be effective for character development if it's like a quick one. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, like a... Almost how... I mean, I just brought it up, but in Fury Road, there's the quick shots of his daughter. You know? Yeah. Uh, you know, and what happens to that? And then, like, okay, so I now I know where he's coming from. But in terms of, like, if it was a 20-minute background, you know, or flashback, that's one thing. I think it can be used effectively. It just has to be done by someone who knows what they're doing, you know, and for a, pur- a good purpose, not just for bloating the story. All right. Yeah. Chloe's shaking her head no. I don't know. That's a tough question. I mean, what what are what are the different types of narrative structures? Well, narrative I mean, there's devices? almost. I guess you can say it's something. Someone like Tarantino. His structure is kind of unique at times or not unique but different I'll just say, chapters and he has right sometimes a whole chapter will be a flashback right you now which which can be interesting i think at least in his hands yeah he did that with hateful eight with the glorious bastards he did little sort of separate vignettes in pulp fiction i mean it's it, that seems like a tarantino thing to do and it kind of works with with his stuff although I can't really see that working in other films. Yeah, I think. Um, so I don't know that I necessarily like that. Um, I will say I much prefer films that issue any kind of voiceover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's that uh, one you you just you hate? That that uses voiceover. There's like a cut of some film. <laughs> I did not say <laughs> I'm going to keep my 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 keep my peace. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah, but I know I think usually voiceover is not not a good thing. I mean that's that's one that's one that obviously sticks out in mind. 
but um, there are a lot of other films I just I can't there was something recently that I watched and I thought to myself this would be imminently better if there were no voiceover and I can't remember what the hell it was I think you mentioned it on here did I? What, what was it? You really it hate voiceovers. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not I'm not big on voiceovers because remember. it's just... I like to watch the story as it unfolds. Yeah, well, they just seem like little cheats, like little shortcuts. Yeah, it's, and it's, they just never work because that's what they are. They just never quite work. No, exa- I mean, it's it's feeding you a lot of information that you didn't want, didn't ask for. Yeah, I and, also... And it ruins a lot of a lot of the, the, the story, a lot of the action as, a, as yeah. it unfolds. I also really don't like uh, when they put the time and place or whatever whatever on the screen mm-hmm. like the little you know I, what i mean yeah i, I, I hate I, those i usually dislike it. nothing I think it, will make me more upset there, than those there are a few times where i think it's necessary but usually oh. it's, it's and the like two weeks later two years later stuff yeah hate it hate i don't like it. that either just show the thing show don't tell am i right, right. guys exactly exactly Man. Right. but let the story oh, unfold through the through the action through that's the... one thing with bright is it's all exposition Right, like it's just con- it's constantly telling you things, not showing it. So yeah. good, a good segue there. Yeah, <laughs> good one. I'm not big on exposition. No, I have the French, the Fresh Prince theme song stuck in my head now. It's hmm. really cool. <laughs> <laughs> just talk, anytime we talk about Will Smith, it just comes back. Yeah, but <laughs> trying to think if there's. So favorite? Well, I don't know if this really counts. My favorite kind of movie in book two, because you know they kind of oh. go together, huh? Oh, well, I was gonna say there's something like Mulholland Drive, which is like well, that's dream, confusing, and it's like a all over the place, and so yeah. well, that's David Lynch. Yeah, there's there's Lynch category. movies. There's yeah. Lynch yeah. movies. You know, there's that too. So I love an Odyssey. Any kind of Odyssey, like Big Fish. Right. You know what I mean? Magical realism. Well, okay, but also just like journeys where you're with one person through a bunch of different love uh-huh. it yeah i do too usually that's kind of like a chapter book that's kind of my answer yeah mm. i mean i only read chapter books i'm a grown person but <laughs> but you know what i mean <laughs> you know what i, you know what I, I mean thought, yeah i didn't think of that you know what i mean yeah yeah so and feel free to let us know if you have any other ideas people listening you know you know we always like hearing from you so, we're always curious to see what pe- type of people are listening. So, Katie from New York. Katie, Katie from New York. <laughs> Love you to death. <laughs> she is everywhere. She's, she's, she's is probably, everyone. She's probably stopped listening. Ryan, he was really nice. What a, what a sweetheart. Yeah. That's all I remember right <laughs> okay. now. Sorry to all the people out there. The we love you. It's <laughs> <laughs> just just new ones of you every week and we should we should go through and do a listener hall of fame we should, we should. yeah that guy who called you both out hilarious oh that was funny <laughs> well he called you what? out too right no he didn't called sure. us out for what i wasn't mentioned i don't think well, no i they said i liked i know i said it seemed like i liked everything but then i would give it bad reviews yeah and then you seemed angry <laughs> oh yeah they said something about me too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh no and then the other one where they were like this is a list of things that get mentioned in the show. That was funny. That, that one was pretty good. That yeah. was funny. I haven't had one of those in a while. Oh, and the trivia guy. The, the, yeah, I like that. The, I'd like to have another one of those. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. The, the rapid fire. That, yeah, I yeah, really enjoyed fire. that. Yeah. yeah. 
That was fun. Also, I liked when, I don't know, I can't remember if it was the actual question, but I got to describe my ideal day with Daniel Radcliffe. That's my favorite thing. It was, yeah. It's a, yeah. It, it was the show that... I decided that we'd go to a carnival. Et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> go for a hike. You weren't here for it. Yeah, that was no. one of the ones you missed. Okay. You missed it. I'm sorry, I missed that. I oh, would, so I would good. like to hear your dream day with Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, Yay. we had a question Happy. about... Actually, Brandon, maybe we can ask you I said day. Dream oh. day. Dream day. <laughs> I'm projecting, Brandon. Calm down. Dream day. <laughs> we had a question a while back about what star would you... Uh, like have a dinner with or if you could have a dinner with any anybody who would it be maybe a top three if you can't choose one Harrison Ford dead dead or do they have to be alive no, no they, they can be they, dead they can be dead Philip Seymour Hoffman oh nice oh, boy. Good, good pick absolutely Philip Seymour Hoffman maybe Dennis Villeneuve that'd be a good one there you go. I'm and, a total and, Dennis Villeneuve fanboy now. Yeah. I'm not afraid to admit it. Yeah, me too. I don't care. Me too. He don't care. <laughs> he don't care. What about uh, any, any ladies, uh, Braden? Any, anyone who's caught your eye? Catherine Bigelow. Oh, yeah, you love Catherine Bigelow. I do Bigelow. love Lisa Catherine Bigelow. She's a remarkable director. She seems like she'd be an, an interesting dinner partner. And in that vein, Jessica Chastain. Oh, yeah. I'd like to, yeah. She's, she's in astounding actress yeah uh, she Julianne Moore another again astounding actress all the redheads <laughs> what can I say <laughs> secrets revealed here <laughs> yeah so I guess that we about answered it so what should we do for the other one anyways the person I, who was it from Someone in Tampa. Tampa, really? Yeah. Erica. That's the Erica. Yeah, yeah, Erica, yeah. From, Erica Tampa. from Tampa. So it was, I don't, we don't have the question on us. No, my the phone official, died. The official question, but what? Are, what's your favorite? Way? No, no, no. What trend do you hope to see in 2018? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. What, what trend what, in movies? What trend, I guess. Not like cuff jeans. Or I guess, or it's something that I guess could stop being a trend. Yeah. Or, yeah, that's true. Trend. For me, it's uh, run times, cut things down. Yeah, hour and a half. Yeah, that would be good. Well, I don't. I like two hours, and again, there are certain films that I think have been just not two and a half all the time. I like I like Blade Runner. Blade was yeah. two hours and forty. That, that had a merit to be that long, but like, yeah, I really that's like Star that's Wars like a... could have been slightly over two hours, and you wouldn't have missed. Well, that's like a certain genre where the length kind of goes along. Uh, okay, with I'll it. say this. Yeah, blockbusters should be shorter. Yes. Most blockbusters. Yeah. Because it feels as though they're bloating it with a lot of stuff that doesn't necessarily need to yeah. be there. Yeah. How long was Ragnarok? Two. Just two over two, two hours? Two, two. Yeah. Something like that. So that was... Even that was tad, tad yeah, 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 for Taika Waititi. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Exactly. Awesome filmmaker. Yeah. Yeah. Pun for the older people. They're making film. a... Oh, close they're making it. a spin-off. About the cops from what we do awesome. in the shadows. Awesome. From what we do in the shadows? Yeah. The cops? Yeah. I thought they were doing a werewolf one. Yeah, there were no cops in what we do in the shadows. There were. There were? Yes. They kept I don't it remember said, that. Uh, we got a the blue Was that, wait, was that at the end when the vampire werewolf mixer went belly up or? They were in it a few times. 
Man, I'm gonna have man. to go back and back and watch it man, again. Man. Yeah. I remember the cops obviously from Hunt for the Wilder People. Yeah. No, uh, not the that. actress. I forget her name, but she was in. She's uh, in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, she was in Thor Ragnarok. I mean, they're doing the the werewolf sequel to that. Yeah. So many good options. So. Oh, and also, I guess that one part with the trend, not so many freaking spinoffs. I don't. I just want more original stuff. I don't want. Like, yeah, I'd like to and... see. I would like a year without remakes. That'd yes, be lovely. that's remakes. what I was big, just going to say. Yeah. No more remakes. No more reboots. Can we just? Yeah. Original films. Yeah. Just, original films. Yeah. That'd be so nice. Oh my god. Yeah. Because 2018 ain't ain't looking too good, except for a few. I mean, I, I don't know. What what is what are the big things slated to come out this year? We've got is it Han Solo yeah coming out this year? So there's that and it's Ron Howard. You love you love him, don't you? Okay, so I'll I'll read um, off. So we have Black Panther, which I'm kind of looking forward to. February, February, yeah. February, February, February eighteenth. So the I think, Solo, right? the Star Wars, there's Jurassic World two, mm. Maze Runner, mm. um, uh, Ocean's eight. Yeah. Deadpool 2, which yeah. you're looking forward to that. I'm kind of looking forward to that, i got to admit. You love that trailer. You yeah. loved it. It's goofy. It's We fun. witnessed it. The yeah. Incredibles 2, Ant-Man and the Wasp, I am Pacific Rim Uprising, Insidious The Last Key, Mamma Mia 2. Um, I am looking forward to Annihilation and Red Sparrow. But Red Sparrow's going to suck. I don't know if it will. It's literally Atomic Blonde, except worse. Yeah. Just a less, just a less feminist atomic blonde. Yes. I don't have a. a, a I don't know. Well, I think she's right. Then again, I don't know. I didn't see. I need to see atomic blonde. But rampage. Um, rampage? I mean, most of these. That's the, the video Johnson. game one. Oh, 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 Dwayne Johnson, oh, oh, oh. big okay. wolves and gorillas fighting and the next X Men sequel, Wreck It Ralph two. Hotel Transylvania 3. <laughs> <laughs> the list goes on. Oh, 50... I really like Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, Brayden, here's one for 50 you. Fifty Shades? Fifty Shades Freed. Oh, God. <laughs> we can review that one on the show. <laughs> I mean, other than a couple, maybe two or three, at the most four films you've mentioned so far, everything's been garbage. We yeah. stayed at this house? E- Equalizer 2. No thanks. <laughs> and, uh, what's that director's name? He's the worst. The guy who did Training Day. Day. And uh, Southpaw. And, oh, Southpaw. Uh, Mag- Magnificent Seven. Southpaw's not great. Magnificent Seven's terrible. Oh, it's brutal. Oh, that, Jake Gyllenhaal. That, that guy's not good. Meg loves the soundtrack for Southpaw. She listens to it all the time. <laughs> I mean, I like J- Jake Gyllenhaal a lot in Southpaw. Chance the Rapper. Well, I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal is just, he's, he's, he's an amazing actor. He's my hero. Like, Oh yeah, Cooper. Fact. Oh yeah, you may, you may uh, uh, hate Cooper for this, but we were talking about Oakja. Yeah. And he was like Jake Gyllenhaal's character couldn't stand him. Didn't the like character him. or Jake Gyllenhaal? Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, Are you said, sure? Was, oh, he said it was. Oh, I hated the character. It was the character. No, no, think... no. He was like, oh, every time he was on screen, it was just. It's the character. No, it I was won't the character. accept it's, this. It's, well, like no, was... I think Jake Gyllenhaal did what he was told to do by yeah, the director. But it seemed like he was targeting Jakey. No. Jake Jelly. I don't yeah. believe it. I think so. That's like... Jakey G. <laughs> yeah. Jakey G. No. So, 
I won't believe it. I'll have to get confirmation, but... Yeah. Did you even see Stronger? Yes. Okay, I'm just... Saw it before <laughs> nobody, you did, Brayden. Nobody went to see friggin' Stronger. I did. An amazing film. At the Chelsea, I saw it. Total, total, total wasteland at the at the box office. I know, but it was really good. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm good. really not inclined towards those kind of movies. I usually don't like them. Well, but I said Jake Gyllenhaal... I said, I need some release. Tatiana Maslany. I said, she was really good. I said, I can't walk right now. Could really use this. You know, as a cry sesh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really good. It's, it was surprising. It was astoundingly good. I don't believe you. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I keep an eye out, you know. Or an ear. Ear out. Ear out. <laughs> yeah. So, any other trends you want to see die or start? I don't know. That's a tough one. Because um, uh, something like that. Less, I mean, I, less superhero movies for me. Well, yes. there are things that I'd like to see fall by the wayside. The superhero films, I don't mind so much because they're 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 a fun distraction. It's yeah. it's nice to have something to intersperse with all the, the I stuff need, that I watch I still at the want Chelsea. Like eight a year. Yeah, we are getting a little inundated with it. I mean, the big problem now is, of course, Marvel's got the whole MCU, and DC is still trying to present some sort there. of challenge we'll to get it. There. I don't know. I have a shocking answer. What? Some more like, not shocking for anyone, but for me, like some more like it style horror movies. Like I could get behind. Like more comedy, like in them, like more. Yeah, just more like I real movie that. kind of. Which I did rewatch it recently, and yeah. I. Yeah. Really... I still need to see that. I think you'd like it, Brandon. I probably I mean, would. I probably. It's would. got a lot of pitfalls. But it's mm. still much more enjoyable. It's, just the tension building. If I could, okay, I'll put it this way. Know. I'll put it this way. If I could turn my brain off, mm-hmm. you know, it would be like I would have really, really liked it. Right. There's just so much. I'll edit that out. <laughs> I'll edit it out. <laughs> no, you won't. No, you won't. It's a yeah. We're far in. I won't. He's, he's stopped listening. <laughs> <laughs> he's completely tuned out by now. <laughs> If he ever tuned into the first place. Yeah. He told me he did. He said he listened to a few minutes of it, so he... A few minutes. That means he probably hated it, so... Nuh-uh. Yeah. I bet Before we met, he told Kira he listened to the It one, and that he liked the girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, there you go. There's a compliment. Even though he couldn't remember your name, apparently. He... We now know each other, and he still can't sometimes. Plus <laughs> <laughs> his heart. Oh, Cooper. <laughs> yeah. No, he was trying to... He forgot that we saw him. He asked me if I liked this movie that we saw, like, together, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, I'm just going to give you a minute here to think about it, right? It took him a solid 40 seconds to just, like, figure oh, it out, right? And then, oh. he went, and then he went, oh, my God, I'm so, so sorry. Like, I just have a terrible, terrible memory. Seriously, like, you're lucky I even remember your name. And I just went, really? And he's like, oh, I didn't mean like that. I didn't like that. I, like, I can't remember my own name sometimes. I just quit. <laughs> just... Okay. He's Just trying. Stop. He's he's yeah. He's he's a little absent-minded. That's uh, yeah. Anywho, well, it's like Mr. Magoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Why all there? Perfect way to end the show. Oh, Rico Crime Club just emailed me. Great. Oh, there you go. Go see some movies. Yeah. I might go um, see all the money in the world after this. The Ridley Scott oh, really? Film. Yeah. I've heard it's. For having to do the the the, the rapid changes, I, Christopher Palmer supposed to be really yeah. Good. yeah I've heard it actually crazy turned good. out yeah. pretty good. Yeah. He's yeah. always good. Yeah, but 
Christopher freaking Plummer. Yeah. Exactly. Well, any other... Uh... I don't know. I see it's it's easy to think of things that, that I don't necessarily want to deal with. Less plot. I mean, <laughs> Less plot. Well, see, that's the, that's the funny thing about it is plot in certain films is spectacular and then other films it ruins it. Like Bright, the plot ruined it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blade Runner 2049, the plot was fantastic because it was, you know, based around that theme of free will and voluntarism, which was interesting. Um, and so, I mean, you know, the master without its plot, what would that be? Right. Or, like, less... Again, blockbusters, less plot. I'll say that. Yeah. For the most part. Um, so. It's easy to think of things that, that, that I'd like to strip away. No more reboots. You'd probably, honestly, cut back on uh, the big budget uh, action-y superhero films. I mean, God, what was it? That list, there were, what, four or five different films that were big, big uh, oh, comic mo- book? Most of them are. Most of them are, yeah. Yeah. So, I want to see more original stuff, fewer reboots. Uh, I don't know. Anyhow. What I want to see, that's that's difficult. I don't know what I, what I really want to see. Until he doesn't see know it. what he wants. No, I don't. I mean, well, in terms of in terms of film, I, I don't know what I want to see until I see it. Like, I, I didn't know I wanted The Master until I saw The Master, and then I saw The Master, and I went, genius. Maybe I should watch it again. You should Probably not, though, honestly. I feel, I feel like you would hate it. I really yeah, don't I like don't... Philip Seymour Hoffman also, so... Really? We know what is wrong with him. really don't like him so much. He's so good. Yeah. Alright. Well, hopefully hopefully we answered your questions. And, again, feel free to send us with any questions or comments you like. Always like hearing from you. Uh, so I guess now we can move into our... Picks of the week. Cole, you got one? Oh, you know what I would like? Butterfingers, right? (laughs) (laughs) They said Butterfingers and Bright, and Kira and I turned to each other and went, oh my god, Henry. I I did, oh, I did laugh at that, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was the best part of the film. Um, Butterfingers. Good documentaries. There haven't been really a lot of good documentaries. I'd say so. Jane was really good. I I need to see that still. Nobody saw Faces Places, and that is absolutely one of my top three films of the year. Really? Absolutely. Hmm. I mean, it's it's top three. Hmm. A little tease for next week, eh? Which one will it be? Will it be number one? <laughs> Could it be number two? Perhaps it's number three. <laughs> Stay tuned. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, there, for some reason, I, I remember a few years back uh, when Searching the Year Searching for Sugar Man came out. That by itself was an outstanding documentary, but I think that year there were a lot of other really... Amy really in awesome. 2015. Oh, I didn't well, like Amy it. was good, but I mean, what? there was. You didn't like? How did you not like it? I I liked it, but I mean, it was it was it was predictable. But did you either of well, you guys see? Well. <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, I mean, in no, terms he means of the format, the format, just yeah, how yeah, it was yeah, done. I agree. I agree. Um, I mean, it was solid. It was well done. It was well researched. I'm, I'm just was, a huge Amy Winehouse fan, so I guess. Well, I like her well. too, but yeah. I mean, in terms of the formatting. Film in terms of how the documentary was done, um, right? But there was another film. Oh God, it's not coming to me right now. But did either of you guys see the apartment? Yeah. No. Oh my God, you saw the apartment? Yeah. <laughs> Smashing my head on the microphone. Utterly fascinating, right? Yeah. So, and there haven't been a lot of documentaries out. Uh, Have you like seen that the Wolf Pack? Year. Is that what it was called? Oh, that was awesome too. Crazy. 
I love I love documentaries, but there just there's been a dearth of really spectacular documentaries this year, other than Faces Places. Yeah. Um, Jane was really good. Jane, Jane, I haven't seen seen it yet. yet. Give him a break. I have. I'm excited. I really want to see it. I'm going to see it. It probably is extremely good. I just haven't had the chance to see it yet. But I I can't think of any other other documentaries. So I'd like to see more documentaries. Only problem being, of course, nobody wants to put them out because they don't make money. Yeah. So there are labors of love for both the directors and Leonardo DiCaprio. What? That's a joke. Because he, whatever, he makes a lot of documentaries. Oh, he, he produces a lot, a lot of, of yeah. Oh, does he? Yeah, some well, like, kudos to him. Like animal, for... kind of, I guess, yeah. conservationist. Conservation oh, stuff. Okay. You know? Well, still kudos to him for, like, before the flood. Supporting, and... even if yeah. it's. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, so, well, I actually have watched a fair bit uh, over the. Oh, well, it's all you, buddy. So, I, well, I did rewatch, you're going to love this one, Chloe. Uh, I did rewatch Rogue One. And it's I, good. I, 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 I love it. It's good. It's, I'm, I'm, the, I don't know I mean, why it sticks out, but the costume design in it is incredible. It's spectacular. It, like, yeah. I love the aesthetic. I love Felicity I mean, Jones in it. So but, far, I'm liking Rogue One. I mean, I think what they've done with the with the, with the the new trilogy is really good, but I mean, as far as, as all the, the new films go, Rogue my, One is my just, favorite. yeah, head and shoulders yeah. above even the, yeah. the new. But I, I love the... Um, relationship of or the scenes with mad mads mickelson and felicity jones mm-hmm. and then out the siege sequence at the at the end is amazing on the yeah. beach planet all of that yeah. is daniel great. craig was in it yeah he was a stormtrooper yeah all of that is amazing no i thought he was in force awakens he was in force awakens as a stormtrooper he's the one who's like and i'm going out the door yeah. no somebody yeah. No, he's, well, I thought he fought else. Finn when Finn has a scene where he pulls out the thing. Well, I thought he was a stormtrooper with a big stun baton. Somebody, somebody is a stormtrooper in Rogue One too. Yeah, as well. And I, yeah, I know. So, but I can't. Don't know who it is. My phone's dead. So that's it's probably in my top three of the Star Wars films. I would say. Yeah. For me. Uh, for for as far as I go, Empire. It's still favorite. Empire Strikes Back, and then I think right under that, just by a hair is Rogue One. Yeah, probably me too. So, uh, so yeah, that's on Netflix. Uh, so you can watch it there. Is it? Yeah. How fun. Then I, uh, on Christmas Day, I just decided to give uh, the Lego Ninjago film a, a watch. Uh, Pray tell why. He loved well, it. So I, he loved really? I did really like uh, the first Lego film. Wasn't crazy about Batman. The one that came out earlier this year. Yeah, I heard the Batman one wasn't then I heard less good things about Lego, so I didn't see it in the, in the theater. But I was like, you know what? I like the Lego stuff, aesthetic. I'll give it a try. So it started off kind of weak. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, God, this is just going to be just kind of mind-numbing stuff. By the end of it, I was actually really digging it. Like, really? Justin Theroux voices the uh, the villain. Mm-hmm. He is amazing. Mm-hmm. He is so good. Dave Franco is okay. <sighs> I mean, he, he definitely has moments, but... Henry? So, yeah. Just tread lightly. <laughs> How could anybody actually like Dave Frank? Oh my god! See another young starlet there. You know he's not a young starlet. He's He's like thirty. He's he's, thirty-three years old. Young starlet. He's thirty-three. Young starlet. Yeah. Yeah. He does. He he looks about as fresh, young baby face. I mean, I I do. He's good in the disaster. He was really good in the disaster artist. I just really identify. He's just like 
Dave Franco's my chosen spirit animal, and James <laughs> Franco's my sister. They're even seven years apart like us. It's you really can't, You can't have Dave Franco as a spirit. He's not a spirit animal. He is. My totem animal is Dave Franco. That doesn't... <laughs> Humans are animals. Dave Franco's mine. Yeah. Anyhow. I am the bear. I am the eagle. I am the wolf. I am the Dave Franco. <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't work. Uh, well, Brandon, spend the rest of the day on it. I'm gonna, to... <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna try to wrap my head around that one. Yeah, but I like the, the He's humor. Everything I want to be. Yeah, but like the 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 humor mostly came from the voice performances. But I actually found it to be got better and better as it went along. I, it's no masterpiece. It's no best of the year yeah. or anything. But I was actually very pleasantly surprised. And it, critics it, generally did not like it. Yeah. Um, which I mean, I can I can see some of the reasons why, but I maybe just right time, right place. But I I, I dug it. <laughs> I dug it. Well, it's hard. To, I mean, if you're looking at things in the Lego universe or the Lego films, it's hard for anything to really hold a candle to the Lego movie. Yeah. Because it was just so good and so innovative and yeah, so and it's fun. Not, and it's voice nowhere compared to so that. Awesome. It's, it's fun. It's a fun time. So yeah. Um, then I also rewatched Blade Runner, like I mentioned, still still incredible, still or the new remarkable. one. I need to I need to go pick that up on DVD. Yeah. Um, then I also rewatched it, which I probably liked even more on a rewatch. But again, it does feel repetitive at times, like some of the scares and it's stuff. It's got issues. And the third act feels pretty extended and. It's got issues. Well, I'll I'll still probably enjoy it because I mean, again, I mean, I, 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 I really lot, like so. a lot of those sort of more spooky supernatural thriller horror films than yeah. the sort of visceral horror gore st- I don't I don't I'm yeah. not a big fan of those films yeah which again it's odd that I say that because I absolutely love Ash versus Evil Dead I finished watching season two of that and That's it's, funny. it's 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 so over the top it's so totally self-aware of what it is and what it's doing that that's kind of what makes it I mean there's there's no there's no attempt at you know, oh, here's the plot, and let's you know make it sophisticated. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just straight up gratuitous, goofy nonsense. Yeah. Like, I'm the kick-ass action hero, and here's my sidekick, and we go kill some stuff, and I hit it with the chainsaw. You know, it's just, it knows what it is, and it doesn't have any pretense at anything else. Yeah. I guess that's what I like about it. Yeah. Well, Chloe, I gotta go get my charger, so you go. Oh no. <laughs> Over. I don't know. BRB. What I say so last what have you week, been what have you been watching? I've literally just been watching this show called Being Erica. Being Erica? I don't know if I mentioned it last week, but who cared? It's so good. Do you remember? I think you may have mentioned it last week. What is it about Probably, again? Refresh my it's memory. Time travel. Okay. Time travel. So it's a Canadian show, but it's um distributed by BBC. Mm-hmm. And it's about this lady named Erica and she's so cool. And she like takes part in quote-unquote therapy, but she comes to realize is it's time travel, and she, like, goes back to... She has to, like, make a list of all her regrets to her therapist, Dr. Tom, mm-hmm. and she, like, goes back in time and, like, takes part in those regrets again. That's so good. So she's actually literally... Yeah. It's... Fixing her mistakes kind of thing? Yeah, but it's you not can't like change... A... It's interesting. It's so good. It's so good. It's so it's good. It's not like a retroactive 20 years on, you know, oh, that kid I picked him, no. picked on back in high school, I'm going to go make amends with him now. No. It's like she it actually seems... travels back in time yeah. to... and the things never quite work out the way 
that she thinks, but she also obviously always, like, learns something. It's so good. If you like rom-com, like, it's so hard to find good TV shows to watch when you, like, you like that genre, you know, that don't, like, overdo it. This show's so good. It's so good. Mm. Yeah. Obsessed. It's called Being shout out, shout out to Gemma Strauss. <laughs> <laughs> Hooked her sister up. Because usually I'm the one that finds the shows. Uh, but she, she got something she to recommend Bianca. to you. Yeah, because she watches so much time travel crap. Finally, they're like, here's this Canadian show no one's ever heard of. I so. didn't know there was a lot of time travel stuff other than Doctor Who. Mm, if it exists, Jimmy's seen it. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> she took a class on time travel. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I know. She watched Mr. Robot? No, she couldn't care less. <laughs> she needs to watch Mr. Robot. Everybody should watch Mr. Robot. My dad loves it. It's an amazing We should have Gary show. on the show. We should. Can he come? There's of course. Any, anyone's welcome. Potentially time travel, Mr. Robot. Any... Potentially time travel in Dr. Gary Strauss's life, honestly. Oh. He's yeah. a... Yeah, say any of your friends or family are welcome, truly. So. <laughs> Brady, you want to have Bruce on? Uh, no. <laughs> that's, that's a big negatory. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyone... Is... No, he'd be great for this, but I... Having to sit with my father. If everybody wants to listen to my father berate me for two hours, that's. Oh my god. Uh, for me, it'd be listening to my father compliment me for two hours, so. That's. When I, whenever I talk to him, he always compliments you a lot, so. I know, it's very nice. He's a sweet guy. <laughs> that's a very different dynamic from what goes on in my household. <laughs> well, there's a little insight for you. Well, I'd have my, my mother correcting me for two hours, so. Really? Yeah. Man. Okay. We don't have. We should all have have all three on. Yeah. The that would be a supernova of <laughs> unpleasantness. And... Yeah. Um, My dad's got a story for everything, though. He's, He'd yeah. be good on this, mm. except for the talking part. We'd figure it out. Mm. <laughs> we'll we'll get to it. Well, that was another really great spectacular documentary. Uh, Twenty feet as much as everybody loved Twenty Feet from Stardom, Muscle Shoals way better. Dad, haven't seen that one. Awesome. I've never even heard of that. Awesome. All right. Uh, anyhow. Well, Brayden, what about you? Um. Didn't you go? Did you not go? Well, he, he mentioned Ash versus Evil Dead, but. Oh. Yeah, no, I haven't gone. I, Ash versus Evil Dead was last week. I just finished watching the second season oh. of it on Netflix. Um, I rewatched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. It was fun, you know. Mm-hmm. They're, <laughs> they're fun. Um. I still don't think it was quite as good as the first one, but but they they do a good job of maintaining the atmosphere, the the, the levity, the fun, the the buoyancy. You know, the characters are great, mm-hmm. and they do. I think that's what propels the second one along. Is the first one you get to know them, but the second one they're they're comfortable in those character skins, and so they have a much better chemistry in terms of the characters and yeah. with regards to the plot and all that kind of stuff. That's a different. Too matter. much Dax though, or Drax. Too, yeah. much, too much of him. In I don't know. I he's funny. I yeah. like him. He's funny. He's so he's so awkward. And, yeah. You know, uh, the, the scene where they first meet Mantis is absolutely hilarious. Oh yeah. You know, and I wish they hadn't spoiled that and all the freaking commercials for it. Yeah. I mean, was... I don't know what's going on. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh, 
as as awful as Bright was, uh, Max Landis has done a really spectacular job with Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective so Agency. Just got, it got canceled. canceled. Just got yeah, canceled. I know. I'm I'm I am distraught. You can still read the books. The books are so good. No, I read the books. Trust me, I read all of Douglas Adams' stuff. Well, then you're lost. Me too. <laughs> you're but, stuck. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm screwed pretty much. But I'm it's it's upsetting because I really like Samuel Barnett. I really Elijah Wood is really good, and I. I can't remember her name, but the woman that plays Farah, I can't yeah. remember the actress's She's name. Good. Is that, the, that's the train. There's the train. Um, <laughs> but I like the actors, and I like the quirky, fun, uh, sort know. of off the wall, alternate dimensions and timelines and all that. You know, it's it's fun playing around with that kind of stuff. And there are so few shows willing to take those sorts of risks. And I honestly think Max Landis. You, you should really... watch Being Erica. <laughs> You'll have okay. to get out of yourself a little bit, but okay. I'll try. I'll try one. You take on Chloe's life for a minute. Um, but I mean, honestly, the first season of it, there, there's so many different little skeins, little 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 threads here and there, yeah. and you don't know how it all fits together until right at the end of the of the of the, of the season. And he does such a spectacular job of throwing you all these little crumbs. But that seemingly go off in different directions. Yeah. And you really can't piece it all together, and it's it's not like a, you know, a self-contained you know Law and Order episode where it's like oh you know exactly. ten minutes in I know who did it that kind of thing. It's you really don't know what the hell's going on until the final episode or two. Yeah. And it's it's and it's a lot of fun. It's and I think the writing is really really spectacular. The acting is good, and it's I am. <coughs> excuse me, I am distraught. I am, Aww. I am brought to tears. I was also really upset. Yeah. My sister told me I was so upset. I was, yeah, I'm pretty cheesed off that they canceled that. So, um, and the other thing that I recently just started watching is is Mary and I started watching Twin Peaks. You which just started the, watching the, Twin the Peaks? new one or the old one? No, the old one. Because oh I've seen upset. a couple episodes, but I didn't see them in chronology. I didn't see them within context. Cause I had a bunch of friends who saw it. They they did every year. They did a marathon of them back when I was undergrad at Oberlin. And a wee lad. A wee lad. I was I was a young starlet myself. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I had friends that that watched that did a marathon of it every year. My family's obsessed with Twin Peaks. I'm I'm liking the story so far. Yeah, season two sucks, but it'll be okay. Really. Yeah, well, they really screwed David Lynch over. It uh, was because it played on what, like, what is now ABC Family or whatever. Oh, uh, they really screwed up the whole thing. Weird, because I'm like so far. I'm liking the story. I like Kyle MacLachlan. Love, love. Everything else is <laughs> is so so clunky. The acting, the kid actors that they have in that no, are all it's so, so good. terrible. It's supposed to be. It's. It's supposed yeah, to be it's, like it's that. Got, well, I mean, Leland? is it really? Yeah. Oh, okay. For sure. It's supposed to be like that. And uh, it's so weird because I guess it's what, set in the 1980s or something? It's just set but, when it came out. It's like the know. early 90s. But it's all throwbacks to the 1950s. It's like yeah, it's You got it's greasers dope. with Harley Davidson hanging out at a roadhouse. You're really missing the point of the show, Brandon. Gosh. Well, I'm enjoying it. It's just, it's just, I can't quite place it. I've only seen That's the first the episode, the pilot oh, episode. You've only and seen it's, the pilot? It's, it's sort of, the acting is, is off, and 
the the I can't quite place what the hell time period they're in. But Yeah, the, it stays the, like that the whole time. The the story is so strange, so compelling yeah. that I'm drawn in anyways. Right? Yeah, just honestly, just watch the first season. Really? Well well the new one's really good too. I've so heard the new wanna, one is really good. If you want Plus Laura Dern, I, she's awesome. You so. gotta really get through I do not like what they did with Diane. I do not like that at all. But that's beside the point. Alright. Anyway. If you want to power through the second season, it's not that bad. It's just, you know, not that good. Mm. If you power through the second season, it's probably worth it for the new ones. Alright. Alright, I will, I will soldier through the second season to watch the third. To, yeah. to watch the new season. Audrey's my favorite character. Which FYI. one is she? Is that Sherilyn Finn? Yeah. Yeah. I can't. She's weird. I can't, I can't <laughs> figure her out. Don't tell you. Right? Is it? I don't know. The two of them have really similar names. I get confused. She's the one with the dark brown hair. And it swoops up. Oh, that's Laura Flynn Boyle. Yeah. They're both Flynn's. I always think Laura Flynn Boyle is uh, Laura Palmer. It's no. all confusing. Anyway, the point is, I like Audrey. She's my favorite. Uh, also, Larson. I love Cooper, but every... I love Agent Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody <Our> does. <laughs> but everybody does. He's so cool. He is cool. The yeah. Agent Cooper, Kyle McLaughlin? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And Gemma and I just walk around, we just to each other, we just go, Bobby's so cool. You should walk around little voice recorders. Diane. Yeah. No, my phone Diane. case used to be that. Hmm? My phone case used to look like his recorder. Oh, really? Yep. That's kind of cool. That's cool. Yep. Man, Chloe, you just, you got made in the shade, you know? Yep. What's in the highlight? <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I guess that about brings us to the end of the show. Um, yeah, so next week, so we got Molly's Game out, and we also have All the Money in the World, and then also there might be few other indie films opening i don't know exactly uh, what darkest that. hour is out. i mean that yeah, right. last week but i mean I, the square my friend i'm gonna see that i really want to see the square yeah we all really i don't know if we should because nobody's gonna go no see it's it probably otherwise. no we shouldn't we should bring it, it looks, up though it looks strange yeah, and dark and remarkable. so weird mm-hmm. no i think it's gonna be awful but that's fine i think it's gonna be awesome but yeah i figured <laughs> we'll see who wins. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But, yes, yeah, so um, I'm not sure about exactly what we're going to do, but then we're, I guess, definitely going to do our, you know, top ten, yeah. you know, worst yeah. of the year, whatever. Well, um, I'd like to do, I'd like to see Darkest Hour, just because, again, that's stuff I geek out on. It's Churchill. I'll, I'll see it. played I, by I Gary Oldman. Yeah. My dad but and I are going. Molly's Game, I think, is going to be a more broad appeal. Yeah. Kind of thing. Although, I'm, yeah, I'm going to see Darkest Hour soon, too. So, yes, yeah, so I've got some good stuff coming in the next yep. week or two. So, yep. yeah. But, yeah, so look forward to that. Keep a. Uh, There's sort of a lull in the big big budget stuff right now, isn't it? Because, I mean, everything came out before Christmas. You had, yeah. The, the, yeah. You had the Star Wars. What else was there? There's something else, I feel. No, I guess that was it. Because yeah. they're not going to put one of the Marvel films. Everything's a blur. Star Wars. So. Yeah. But, yeah, so. I guess February. I, yeah. Black Panther. Yeah. Black Panther. Yeah. So I, I guess that about brings us to the end of the show, which I guess I already said, but um, we really hope you enjoyed it. Any Anything else y'all want to mention? No. Happy holidays. Yeah. Hope you have a good new year. 
Um, Chloe and Brain, thanks so much as always. Chloe just did a little one-two one number. It was good. It was good. <laughs> Brain provide the sound effects. That's what um, I do. Yeah. Um, you know, tune in next week, of course. And for all the many weeks to come, as always. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> Brain just looks so morose over that. Oh, the yeah. idea of that. Yeah. But yeah, so I. I bye. Guess, oh, bye. <laughs>